Got me on the speaker. 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 What as we go live with the freak show jam? What as we go live with the freak show jam? Woo! I guess the thunder wanted to get in on that too. Right? Um, We're getting some No, I was looking it up. I'm sorry, I didn't see. It didn't seem like. Sorry, I rather I didn't. I didn't look. Epsilon. Yeah. I was looking it up. Greek alphabet. It's because I usually you you usually just ask it to me, so. I know, but we're kind of in shock of the thunder that was like hitting in the background. Yeah, but I was still ready. Listen, listen, listeners, listen, listeners. Cyrex is a little bit like angry today. I'm not angry. (laughs) He's setting forth all of this attitude. I've offered it. He just rolled his eyes at me. That I did. Serving me all these guacness and cheesy feedback. Like, need some chips with that, baby? I'm cool. Some tostitos. <laughs> Can you pass me my um my freeze, please? No. Fine, I'll go get it. Oh, I almost fell. Y'all all right over there? Me? Yes, you. Angry pants. No, what is that I call you? I don't call you angry pants. Grumpy jeans. Grumpy pants. (sighs) Am I I really angry? Do I really seem angry? Because I'm not angry. You do. Why? You seem like you're mad. I'm not. You seem like you're frustrated. A little bit. Is it me? No. Is it you? Maybe. Is it life? Yes. Is it the full moon? Probably. Is it Trump? Trump's not, not, not bothering me directly. I mean, he's, he's, he's always bothering me indirectly, you know, because he has people who listen to him and only him. Is it the national anthem? Yes. <laughs> Definitely. Do we want to start by going in on the, on the national anthem? We have to because okay. we, that's the most recent and it was very like, okay, first of all, American, me, right? Mm-hmm. Super proud to be an American sometimes. I didn't know there were more than one verses. I thought the whole national anthem was it, but no. Yeah, see, what they want you to what they want you to think is that what we sing at sporting events is the whole anthem. That is but one quarter of what the uh horrible man Francis Scott Key wrote. And that man, by the way, with his national anthem is the epitome of saltiness in this country. <laughs> of white saltiness in this country. Yeah. But I'll get into that in a moment. Now, where this is coming up is because Fox News, as always, has a problem with athletes not doing what they want them to do. Now, are the are the hosts on Fox News coaches in any way, shape, or form? Did they do a pole vault ever? Who? Any of them. I mean, they do all the jumping around bullshit. Ah. They got gold stars on that one. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Because it's not an Olympic medal, you can get you, you can keep your little Fox gold stars, but you can't get no medals from that. But if there were medals in like in like propaganda fuckery, I I I would say that we would we be up there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'd see Tucker Carlson take like a take like a several month hiatus from his show. Just so that he could, like, train. 
he's running around with like a freaking towel around him that uh that that's american flag themed he's wearing it like that like you know like that uh like that scarf that rebecca had paxton wearing baby you're funny yeah he's just running with that and a bow tie and and nothing but american themed shorts damn looking like a freaking um if, looking like if apollo creed was such a sellout that he turned white apollo creed yeah Oh my goodness. So who's being who's being uh scrutinized? So Olympic athletes are being scrutinized for turning their back to the flag. Because if there's one important American citizen, it's the flag. <laughs> yeah, the, ta- the the flag pays its taxes. When the flag speaks, people listen, like the Pope. Do they, though? I mean, for this example. <laughs> Clearly, like, the flag is more important to, to a lot of people than their fellow American. I've said this even on this show, I'm sure ad nauseum. And it's, it's not going to stop anytime soon because if there's one thing that's more important to some of these people than our country actually improving... It's the flag. It's the appearance it's us looking like we have our shit in order. So yeah, uh, basically these Fox hosts are like an abusive parent. Mm. Don't be embarrassing me, but um, you know, uh, what I say goes, you know, you know, all that fuckery. All that fuckery. All that fuckery. Now, uh, I'm sorry. Who was this? It's no Gwen Berry. So uh, Gwen Berry is just turning, turn, looking in an, in another direction. I don't, you know, it's not like she's, it's not like she's sitting down. It's not like she's in some kind of fetal position or some kind of crouch position or something like that. You know, she's not. She's not flipping the bird to the flag, which, I mean, what difference would that make anyway? Because a flag is not a fucking person. Mm-hmm. And these people know, like, they know what they're doing. This isn't like a stupidity thing. This is a, this is a, they're getting paid to propagandize thing. Um, the important thing with these, with these conversations is knowing who's legitimately stupid and knowing who's just being paid to act stupid. Because when those people who are just corrupt can get you to believe that they're just stupid, I mean, that's that's one of their greatest deceits. So, let's see. The women's soccer... Oh, there's a claim that the women's soccer team was snubbing a World War II veteran. Which, by the way... I mean, was the World War II veteran who was there, was his, was his real, like, was he there to watch them play? Or was he there to make sure that he was respected when they pointed him out? He was there for the Pedro did he, did he Did he fight for, like, let's, let's keep it real. Did he fight for our freedom or did he fight for the fucking recognition? He fought for the flag. I, honestly, any, I'm sorry, but any, any... 
Any serviceman who's going to sit here and tell me that they fought for a flag, I don't believe that shit for a second. But that's usually the argument that people have. That's the argument that people will have in, like, that, that's the argument that people will make for for military people. I've never heard a military person no, tell me that. like, I fought for that flag. Any, any military person that I get into that conversation with, they say, I fought for your freedom. Yeah. And, I mean... If you're not going to exercise those freedoms, then mm. that's that's honestly a bigger fuck you to those troops. I fought for that piece of cloth. Like, come on. It, it takes me back to remember remember that story that uh, that Megan would have, that Megan McCain would have about um, that, that that apparently John would tell her about what like when he was in the POW camp yeah. and the sewing of the American flag, like. Bro, they were prisoners of war. That is not the normal fucking world. Yeah. Like, they were doing whatever they could to keep sane. Like. Oh, Jesus. <sighs> People are interesting. When it's convenient, it's, it's, um, soldiers did this, so you should be doing what soldiers did. But when it's not convenient, it's, um, you're supposed to be on our side. But we'll come to that later, too. <laughs> uh, let's see. Who is, uh, is this, this is, okay, apparently this person being interviewed by Sandra Smith is Lolo Jones. Lolo Jones. She is a bobsledder. And a hurdler. Okay, so what happened with Lolo Jones? She's the one being, oh, she's the one being interviewed in this one. And, let's see. Because I don't really have the sound plan. But, yeah, she, oh, here it is. She's saying that a percentage of people are coming up to her and saying, I cannot, I'm sorry, I cannot watch the Olympics after that. Why? People are looking for her. First of all, people are just looking for you and saying, I'm sorry, I can't watch the Olympics after that. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Look. If Lolo's actually conservative, what the fuck ever. But like, you know that you're just you're just on this show to be a tool. You're just on this show to be a tool. Like, it's no different from Candace Owens. Actually, it's 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 a little different because Candace Owens revels in in being the model minority bullshitter. She like yeah she she seems to really like that money. But I'm saying, like, um, what's it called? That dude that that, that Laura Ingram brought brought on. About the uh, about the uh, the article regarding going into you know going to going to more black schools, mm-hmm. um, and then he agreed and he said like I read the article and like there's actually some good points she made and Laura just expected him to just come on and agree with her. Ugh. don't you have people like that? I think they try to add all these people to their shows to agree with their perspective. What's that about a guy from? He he was running for president. Oh my goodness! Was it Ben Carson? No. He's young. He's young. Okay. Uh, what side was he running? He was a Republican. Democrat. Uh. Oh my God! He's young. It's and not he, Pete Buttigieg, right? Yes. So he would like go on these interviews and he would just go off on them. Like, do you want me to tell you about this? Because I'm going to tell you something else. 
Yes, I was like, what's his name? Something I was like, put a judge, put a yeah. judge. I was like, it wouldn't have jumped into me. Sorry. I liked a lot more, honestly, when James Tyler Rico did it. Oh, when, yeah. When he went in on Pete Hexeth last week, that was the shit. <laughs> um, he just like, okay, since, since you're going to insist we switch gears, can you just say it? Did Donald Trump win the 2020 election? Did, did, did Donald Trump actually win the 2020 election? And Pete Hexeth just kept, just kept deflecting. Because he needed a, he he needed he he needed a legitimate WWBKD. What would Brian kill me do? Oh goodness! <laughs> oh goodness, baby! I cannot with you. Okay, so, um, they also use a clip because this 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 um this Lolo Jones and Sandra Smith interview is coming from it's it's being used in a TYT sports interview uh video. So they also point out, where was it? Here, where Donald Trump is not singing the national anthem while it's going on, and he starts to like conduct and give cues almost like he's in, like he's the the conductor in an orchestra. I cannot. Like, look at this! Look at this nonsense! Yeah, you. Yeah, you know it. I don't, but you know it. <laughs> <laughs> and no one had no one ever shit to know but but Rick Strom is making a great point but no one ever had shit to say when when uh when when um what's it called when Donald Trump was dis- like doing things that if anybody else did them you'd say this person's disrespecting the flag disrespecting the country a traitor to their country all that shit right and and he seems to, he can seemingly do no wrong unless he's talking too vehemently about about vaccines which he seems to he's he's adopting he's adopting another another way of talking about him that we'll get into. Now, where this comes to where this brings us to is the Star Spangled Banner. Uh, now, who was it that said here? Nope. Gwen Berry. Response to to critics. If you know your history, I'm quoting her now. If you know your history, you'd know the full song of the national anthem. By the way, anybody who's elect who's an elected official, you should know. Come on. The full song. You should you should know. Even if you don't know the full song, you should know the fucking problem area and why the song why the whole song as a whole is just worth worth nothing. The third verse speaks about slaves and our blood being slang and pilchered all over the floor. Mm. It's disrespectful and it does not speak for black Americans. I couldn't agree more. Now, if y'all have heard the Star Spangled Banner, oh, now you, what you can you see? No, I got to go to the eye doctor. Sorry, that was disrespectful. Goodness, baby. <laughs> so, um, what we sing at sporting events is only the first verse. I yes, every that. verse ends with, or the land of the free and the home of the brave, which even that, oh, it's a question too. Hey, does that Star Spangled Banner yet wave over the land of the free and the home of the brave? There's a ton of questions in the, in this song that are not presented as questions because of the, you know, because of how, because of how you're singing it, because of the melody. Like, imagine if it went, or the land of the free and the home of the brave? Yeah, maybe then it would sound more like a question, but then it wouldn't sound like a song. 
or it would just sound like super unresolved. And, um, remember when Andy was, uh, doing like he, he was going to resolve the melody with, with, uh, with pressing another button or something like that in the elevator when they made, when they went on that sales call, it was just being mad annoying. It's like that. Uh-uh-uh. Now, um, I'm just going to jump to the third verse. And where is that band? I'm just going to read it. And where is that band who so vauntingly swore that in ha- that the havoc of war and the battle's confusion, a home and a country should leave us no more? Their blood has washed out their foul steps, their foul footsteps pollution. No refuge could save the hireling and slave from terror of flight or the gloom of the grave. And the star-spangled banner in triumph doth wave or the land of the free and the home of the brave. That is the first time in the entire song that that line is not a question. And it's a, and it's after the it's after the line about killing about killing slaves. Now, um, remember that tweet that 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 Vince Staples had? The na- the national anthem don't even slap. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't. The only time it slaps is when um, is when you have like a concert band playing it with no words. No I, words. I have the. Yeah, and there was this version that uh, that we played in high school. Well, I mean the, the 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 what's it called? The wind ensemble played it. I wasn't in wind ensemble, so they played it. And there's this end part that's really dope. It's da 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 da. I thought that was dope. That was dope. I remember that. But again, with no words. Cause I swear to you, if 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 I'm if this if I'm subject to this shit, I'm just gonna pull out the third verse and start singing it, <laughs> and I'm gonna start looking people hard in the eye, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna wave a number three in front of them. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do this. I'm just gonna hold three fingers out, and I'm just gonna and if the, if the, if I have to stop, I'm just gonna mouth out verse three. No, we're singing verse three. So I don't know what they're all doing, but we're singing verse three. Mm. Look it up then. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Look it up. Look it up then, baby. And I just I just read the entire verse the entire verse three verbatim. I may have missed a the once or twice, but that's it. This song was written by Francis Scott Key during or shortly after the War of 1812. Francis Scott Key was a horrible man. Yeah, my side kind of hurts. You okay? I'm sitting in kind of an awkward way that's like pulling on my left side. I want a drink. Oh. Okay. I'm like, what? So, um, what was the battle? Here we go. So, following the burning of Washington, when which is when the White House got fucked hard by the British, the only time that the White House had gotten fucked hard, um, and the raid on Alexandria, 
Virginia, not Egypt. I love Alexandria. Have you been there? It must have not been very lovely in 1814, I can tell you that much. It's very pretty now, in 2021. Hmm? So, um, August 29th to September 2nd. Yeesh. Five days of... Nope. Yeah. So that resulted in British victory. So Francis Scott Key and John Stuart Skinner... Which, by the way, why did all these people go by all three of their names? Like, nobody... Who needs that? So Francis Key and and John Skinner... You know what? John Skinner sounds even more like a racist name than John Stuart Skinner. I guess that's why. Set sail from Baltimore aboard the HMS Minden, a cartel ship flying, flying a flag of truce on a mission approved... By then, President James Madison. So they were tra- they were trying to secure an exchange of prisoners, uh, one of whom was William Beans, a popular a popular town physician who was elderly, a uh, town physician of Upper Marlboro. Beans like frijoles. Uh, add an e after the after the n. Oh. And he was a friend of Key, and he had been captured in his home. Damn. Damn. He was accused of aiding the arrest of British soldiers. You mean you mean accused of being an American? But whatever. Uh, Key and Skinner boarded the flagship uh, Tonnant, HMS Tonnant, on September 7th. Spoke with Major General Robert Ross and Vice Admiral Alexander Cochrane, Cochrane over dinner. Discussed war plans. They refused to release... Oh, first Ross and Cochrane refused to release beans, but after Key and Skinner showed them letters written by wounded British prisoners praising beans and other Americans for their kind treatment... Okay, I'm a little confused here. Why? So, wait. Ah, okay. So, Robert Ross was... Robert Ross and Alexander Cochran were... Uh, okay, so... Ross was a British... Was, was from the British Army. Was from the... Yeah, and... Uh, and Cochran was from the Royal Navy. So, they were British guys. And they relented after... Uh, after after wounded British prisoners are saying, you know, really good things about beans and saying that they're being treated kindly. British. Yeah. Um, so let's see. They heard details on the okay, so they also they also caught got some tea about the attack on Baltimore and their plans for the attack on Baltimore. <laughs> British tea. <laughs> Sorry. They were held captive until after the battle. Um after the bombardment, certain British gunboats attempted to slip past the fort and effect a landing in a cove to the west of it. But they were turned away uh, by fire from nearby Fort Covington. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to find, like, the good stuff here because... <clears throat> Let's see. Alright, so this isn't elaborating too, too well, but basically the salt is aboard a captive ship. Slaves are, are helping, um, rather, enslaved Africans are helping, uh, you know, they're helping the British because the British are coming through with, with promises of, of, you know, giving them their freedom. 
Hey, you fight for the you fight for the crown. Crown gonna help you get free, dog. I think that's the plot to Game of Thrones. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, jeez. So, um, let's see. Here we go. Mark Clegg, a professor of musicology at U Michigan, argues that the middle two verses of the of Key's lyric vilify the British enemy and in no way glorify or celebrate slavery. Whatever, nigga. That's a lie. Mm. Now, Clegg writes that for Key, the British mercenaries were scoundrels and the co- the colonial marines were traitors who threatened to spark a national insurrection. Then call them that. Mm. Man. Clegg Clegg looks and sounds like plague. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Um, Yeah, okay, there it is. The phrase alludes to thousands of ex-slaves in the British ranks organized as the Corps of Colonial Marines who had been liberated by the British and demanded to be placed in the battle line where they might expect to meet their former masters. Mm. Fucking flames, yeah. Yeah, I ain't mad at that. Yeah, yeah, Mark, Mark Clegg, you can you can go swerve, dog. You ought to go uh, focus on some shit that actually needs your time. Mm-hmm. Go, go, uh, go talk to your family. They miss you. I don't. I don't know. He's probably with them right now. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Responding to the assertion. Responding to the assertion uh, of writer John Swartz of the Intercept that the song is a celebration of slavery, Clegg argues that American forces at the battle consisted of a mixed group of white Americans and African Americans. And that the term Freeman, whose heroism is celebrated in the fourth fourth stanza, would have encompassed both. Really? You you, you uh you had a you had a seance phone call with Francis Key and he told you that? He verified that? Get the fuck out of here. Nah dude, I can't bang with that. I mean, you guys are hearing it, so if you if you disagree, holla at your boy. But I can't I can't rock with that. I can't. I just it just seems like an out. It seems like, well, I admire this guy, so I really want to believe that he's not racist. No, dude. Get the fuck out of here. You want to believe. Yeah. Um, and, and just for more context, like, when was it actually adopted as our, as this country's national anthem? The Star Spangled Band's, uh, Banza. The Star Spangled Banner was recognized for official use by the Navy in 1889 and by President Woodrow Wilson. Oh, the guy who brought back the Klan in 1916. Racist fucker. And was made the national anthem by a congressional resolution on March 3rd, 1931, which was signed by then President Herbert Hoover. Yeah, I'm sure that's that was his... I'm sure that's what he ran for re-election on. Mm-hmm. Remember, I'm the guy who gave... That's probably not how he spoke. Remember, I'm the guy who got you the Star Spangled Banner, guys. Remember? That's me, baby. Come on. 
I'm your boy. And then FDR is just looking at him, just nodding. He, he doesn't even say shit for like two minutes, just looks at him. Then he rolls up to the mic. You dirty motherfucker. And then rolls off. To roaring applause. None of that really happened, but you know. <laughs> they even had the pew, pew, pew. Yes, there were people in the audience. Pew, 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 pew. You know what? I like the sound of that. I, I, I'll invent a machine that can do that. Well, yeah, we have police sirens and, you know, ambulance sirens and sirens just for fun. That could be a siren for fun. You know? For for the phonograph, for, you know, when the, uh, for when Louis Armstrong, when his solo just comes in and you're just like, oh, this is the moment. Listen, Rachel, this is what I was telling you. This is why I bought this record. Damn. This is why I bought this vinyl. Rachel? I don't know. In this example, somebody is talking to their, to their partner or their friend or somebody, Rachel. Oh, Harvey. He's got such a... He's so debonair on that... On that... On that, uh... On that trumpet. Mm. Oh, and when he plays the flugelhorn... Oh, I just get the sweats. I don't even know what accent that's supposed to be. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's some, like some combination of like Lois Griffin and uh, Fran Drescher. <laughs> I've been watching that, The Nanny. What's it on? Uh, it's on HBO Max. <laughs> okay. Oh, I mean, I, I, I'm i not lamenting that. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I wasn't too into the show. I, I would catch it when it was on Nick at Night and there was nothing else on. Yeah. No, it's on uh, HBO Max. We've been watching it with yourself. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I remember when I was younger, there was the Living with Fran show. I tried to get into that. It was okay. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm sure Fran Dresch will figure it out. She's talented. I say figure it out as if she as if she already got piles of money to fall back on. Figure it out. Yeah, but I'm sure TV could use a little more a little more Fran. Always. Yeah. If anything, they should make a they should make a live action Family Guy. But maybe with no Quagmire. Yeah, apparently they left Howard out of the uh out of the out of the Rugrats reboot. And and Betty is now a gay single mom. Which cool, I mean, but like part of their whole thing was that regardless of what their relationship was, they were a part they were a team when it came to Phil and Lil. Yeah. So if if you want like if you want to have them Wait, I mean, are you still babies in the reboot? Yeah. Oh. Like, you couldn't have... You couldn't just have Howard and Betty, like, be divorced? Like, I'm just saying. She came out, they got divorced, but they're still a team. Just kind of, I don't know, just kind of robbed uh, Phil and Lil of a dad there. Mm. Just for, just to give a... Just, I mean, I'm not, again... Nothing wrong with the with with Betty being gay. Um, I I imagine a lot of people had that opinion, you know, of her already, because people are dumb and closed minded and jump to the jump to jump to conclusions. But back to the banner. Um, 
Yeah, I could when I when I found out that it was Herbert Hoover who like signed this kind of, this resolution a few weeks ago. Like that, I found out a few weeks ago. Not that he, you know, because he died in sixty four. Wow, he outlived JFK. Oh. Yeah. Ain't that about a bitch? Um. There's a saying in Spanish that says, "Yerba mala nunca muere." Strom Thurmond was a hundred when he died, so yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And yet, um, you know, FDR was sixty three. I said yes when you offered this. It's all good. You're funny. Aren't I? So, um, you got to consider, um, this was like, this was basically too messy to be the national anthem for a very long time. Um, although the military seemed to like playing it. As soon as the military got their hands on it, they were like, yeah, yeah, just play this shit everywhere. And this be our motto in God is our trust. Why do we have God everywhere? Because people can't read Congress shall make no law respecting uh, um, an establishment of religion. Like, um, the founding fathers, they were, while they were, you know, they weren't, while they weren't um, agnostic or atheist... They didn't want religion getting in the way of shit. And I mean, when you really look at this, a lot of the shit that the founding fathers did, they didn't think very highly of the public. They only wanted rich white men or rather white landowning men to vote. I mean, that's basically 1776 for we don't want the dumb hillbillies voting. Because the dumb hillbillies might fuck this up and then we're under the crown again. That's that's basically what they said. I mean, if anybody wants to, if anybody actually has, some, actually can, can, can thoroughly um, debunk that, I mean, I, you're welcome to. And I don't mean I don't mean just the hillbillies part. I understand they meant more than just the hillbillies. I like I'm 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 narrowing it down. Come on. But considering a lot of them wanted this to be a nation of farmers, especially Thomas Jefferson, a nation of farmers, an agrarian nation, uh, whatever. An agrarian nation where you uh where you pay your workers for what they're. Oh wait a minute. You're not paying them. You're not even letting them keep their fucking names. You're insisting that that you, that their home is your home, except only a part of your home, and they all have to scrunch up, and you get to you and you have your whole estate to do what the fuck you want. Uh, yeah, yeah. But do they though? Like. I, I, I'm not sure what to, uh, I'm not sure where exactly to, I just have so many thoughts. Tell us. So one of them is, 
literally, this, this shit was too messy for a very long time to be our anthem. So, I mean, it just, it just goes to show you that there were a bunch of people in the 1860s, 17, 1860s, 1870s, and 1880s who were more on point than, than a lot of people in the 19-teens, 1920s, and 1930s. Mm. Which is ass backwards as fuck because we're supposed to get better, not worse, right? You would think. And I just think that it is the most fitting thing that of all fucking presidents... Herbert fucking Hoover is the one who who uh, signed the the uh, congressional um, what was it the congressional resolution mm. Herbert Hoover is like literally the epitome of of a corporation of, of basically Chris corporate interest just just being like hey let's get that guy. I mean, he's been doing like, you know, all this, he's been doing all this work that uh, ensures that we keep, that we stay in power and keep making money. So why not? Hmm. Yeah, he was the, he was the secretary of commerce. He was the director of the F of the, okay. Yeah. It, I think it was the, I think this eventually became the FDA, the United States Food Administration. I'm almost certain this was succeeded by the FBA, the FDA. He was the chair of commission of the commission for relief in Belgium. Okay, that was during World War One, though. That was a, that was a whole other thing. Now, um, let's see. Oh, and he did fight in the war. And uh, the progressives of that era uh, really liked him for his service. And he went for the uh, 1920 uh, nomination, but Warren G. Harding had that shit locked up. Okay. Now... Yeah, Herbert Herbert Hoover was just like basically a fucking a fucking filler guy. Like the Republicans were like, yeah, we got this, we got this fucking, we got this fucking gravy gravy train rolling. I mean, sure, shit's going tits up with with Harding, but I mean he's dead, mm-hmm. and I mean Coolidge is doing a bang up job. He just kind of he just kind of hangs out and says, no, we don't do that. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a drastic oversimplification of his of his uh, presidency, but yeah, he's he's known for being. One of the most like truly conservative uh, when it comes to you know just interventionalism in, in any way, shape, or form, and they seem to like that. Whatever, I know Ben Shapiro loves Calvin Coolidge. I really don't like Ben Shapiro's face. I can't stand that. Oh my goodness, just everything about him. I wonder how he feels about Herbert Hoover. I wonder why his wife is really still with him. I wonder how she feels about him. Oh yeah, money probably. Look, there, there. Yeah, there's only two possibilities. Either, either she's loving that money, or she's actually like him. Isn't he the one who talks shit about women? That they don't they all orgasms? talk shit about women. I think he's yeah. He's definitely he's definitely the one who, the one who uh, appears to. I think he. I think he like doesn't believe in the clit or something. Yeah. Well, he 
hasn't found it. He he. I was about to say he ought to. He, if 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 he gonna have that kind of trouble, he ought to look at a science book. Um. But yeah, Hoover. Whenever we do talk about presidents and we get and we talk about him, I mean, I'm not gonna have very good things to say about him. When are we starting that? Next month. But I mean, this is episode fifty, so. Yeah, so we're off to we're off to uh, rather we're we're, we're uh, timing is working is working out really well for us. It really is. Yeah, this is also. Baby. Hype. Hype. This is also the fifth and final part of the birthday special. <laughs> so happy birthday, baby. Thank you. And fuck Herbert Hoover. For real though, like come on, this was nothing but a distraction. You know, people are pe- like people. We're seeing literally the worst depression. At the time, literally the worst depression ever. And, I mean, we still refer to that as the Great Depression. And, um, yeah, people are losing faith. And when people lose faith in, you know, I mean, they're, they're all working for American companies. They're all doing American shit. They're going to lose faith in Americanism a little bit, too. Mm-hmm. But, no, we can't have that. We just came off the Red Scare. What? That's what no. I had every month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this was this was nothing but a fucking gambit just to make just to make people feel good about how America looks to the world again. Uh, whack. Like, I bet y'all think that Easter eggs are a filling meal too. Boom, baby. Like, come on. Boom, baby. So let's see what else is going on. So fucking cops in Buffalo. Uh. They are purchasing. They, they, look, they got a mental health grant of seven hundred forty-six thousand three hundred seventeen dollars at least. But that's the figure we got. And this was awarded by the Bureau of Justice Administration and the Office of and the Office of Justice Programs. Oof. Now they awarded the City of Buffalo Police Department. A ton of federal grant money for mental health. They're trying to embed... It's, it's, they even got a plan to, to embed mental health clinicians into the police department. So that, so that Buffalo police can answer to mental health calls better. Because, I mean, how many... Especially... How many people having a mental health episode, especially of color, mm-hmm. have just been murdered by police? Yep. Just because police show up and all they know how to all they all they know how to do is reach for a gun and shoot it. All all most of these fucking cops know how to do is reach for a gun and shoot it. And they're all and people people actually have the fucking audacity to be like, oh, but that cop's life isn't thing. The fuck? Mm. They're a cop. Their job is to be in danger. I'm sorry. No, actually, I'm not sorry. Their job is to be in danger. You don't like, they don't like that? Get another fucking job. Go to McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Your job's not to be in danger at McDonald's. The only thing you're in danger of most most of the time at McDonald's, the only thing you're in danger of is that fr- that cooking oil. Mm. Are you fucking kidding me? But they might get hurt. We might lose one of our precious white people protecting you black people. Fuck you. Police kill more in America. Police kill more people. Period. Than mm. any other country, like by a huge margin. That's people of all colors and creeds. So let's see. 
I'm going to read this letter. In 2020, the City of Buffalo Police Department applied to and received a federally funded grant to help with the city's response to mental health disturbance calls. The Bureau of Justice Administration and the Office of Justice Programs awarded the City of Buffalo Grant Award 2020-MO-BX-0028. Under this program, the BDP requested and was granted funds to purchase 10 BOLA wrap devices. The purchase of these items is ongoing. Do you want to know what a bola wrap is? No. Well, I'm going to tell you. Tell us, baby. Tell me. A bola wrap is a... It's basically a sophisticated uh, taser with a lasso. It, it basically turns you into some fucking hybrid of Batman and Wonder Woman. At least to a degree, because we're talking about in a it shoot it's shooting out a, an electrical cord made of Kevlar. I don't know if you you ever heard of Kevlar, that thing that people use to protect themselves, especially the military people mm. use to protect themselves from fucking bullets. Um. So, Rap, the company who that makes the Bola Wrap, recently offered some departments free Bola Wraps uh, after they submitted body camera footage of successful deployments. It was not clear if Buffalo was among those departments. Okay, if it wasn't clear if Buffalo was among those departments, that to me that means they weren't. Because mm-hmm. they would have said some shit. They would with this coming out. If you if if you want to cover your ass. Oh, no, 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 no. Look, it's a program. No, we gave them that. Are you kidding me? That That's that's the obvious thing to do. Look at this. Look at that fucking cord. Looks like a simple-ass cord, but with that kind of strength, ain't nobody getting out of that. It's just a, looks like a rubber band. It does. Mm. But that's another one of the, that's another one of the great deceits. Cops are getting that's that's the that's what this this led to. Cops are getting free electric lassos for uh for handing over body camera footage. That same body camera footage that in uh, a few cases has been really difficult to get to us to get us the public. Hmm. If it's so easy to get some body cam footage of you testing this why can't we get the fucking footage of you on the job without a fucking argument? I mean, like uh, like Marge Green says, we pay we pay your salaries through the taxes that the, that this country collects. Can't stand her. Just the sound of her name. Yeah, I maintain that she sounds like a fictional character. And um. Uh, I'll get to the joke that I have about her in a bit. Um, let's see. Honestly, I, I just went straight. To, I, I didn't watch too much of this uh, Young Turks video. I just went straight to the article. Okay. Um, but let's let's the article. Let's look at the article that it linked me to. So, according to emails obtained with public records requests between the Daily Dot and Rap, uh, the company again. Mm-hmm. And law enforcement agencies. Uh, departments readily provided the company with body cam footage 
of officers deploying the bowler wrap. Once again, a device that, provo that propels a Kevlar lasso with prongs that wraps around the body of an individual to stop them. Look, I mean, on one end, yeah, it's better, th it's better than them just pulling out a gun. On the other end, but how many of them are going to have this? All the white folks. In richer police departments. Mm-hmm. Rap used these edited versions of the of these used these edited versions of these videos to market the bowler rap. <gasps> let me see. Um let me see if they're if they're doing any of like oh, you know what? We can just Bowler rap. Alright, so so what do we want to see? Do we want to see a rap compilation or do we want to see body cam footage captures bowler rap in use, LaGrange, Georgia? Whatever rocks his hawks, baby. Oh, no, even better. Ooh. A successful bowler rap deployment. Uh, Virginia Police Department in Minnesota. Oh, there's a city called Virginia, Minnesota. I gotcha. Wait, right? Yes, there is. Why are there cities named after other states in states? <laughs> there, you know, at least at least Iowa is pronounced Iowa. It's not Iowa. It's not Iowa. Louisiana is Iowa, not Iowa. How do you spell it? Same way. Jesus. Same as the state. Isn't that a little complicated? It's all. I mean, it's all dumb. Why? Like, you guys are really that uncreative. Like, I mean, do. Technically, we don't even really need... Uh, no, no, I'll, I'll let it go. I'll let it go. <laughs> I'm not going to get petty about St. Petersburg and Alexandria. Why? They're at least in other countries. Okay. Uh, at least we got St. Petersburg from Russia. At least we got Alexandria from Egypt. Like... So, November 5th, 2020. Uh, Virginia Police Department in Minnesota, responded to a subject who had fled during transport while on a mental health hold at a hospital. Oh, boy. Sit down. You're going to get bowler wrapped. You don't sit down. Sit down right now. It looks like you hit his bola, bola, bola. <laughs> Why did he yell bola, bola, bola? Okay, I guess it's a code. I guess it's, they got they got code words and they didn't they didn't. Subject's arms are wrapped and he is surprised, giving officers time to approach and take him into custody without escalation or need for higher levels of force. I love how you say that. Like this is actually gonna stop the more jackasses, more jackassish cops. From just beating their ass anyway. Also, the dude that they're bola 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 over there is a white dude. That's another thing. What if he made the mistake and pulled the sh no, gun? Like that lady cop who did a mistake. Going for her taser. <sighs> yeah, mistake.
Yeah, maybe you can hold your freaking awesome until, like, you're back at the station, yeah. dickhead. It's freaking awesome. Oh, goodness. I don't see this mitigating hostile, like, hostile feelings toward cops. I just don't. You what? I don't see this mitigating any hostile feelings toward cops. Because I don't think it's, I don't think it's really going to change cop, cop behavior on a large scale. I don't think so. Y- y'all threw money that was supposed to be toward getting mental health clinicians into the motherfucking police department. And like, hmm. This bowl of wrap seems cheaper though. So we could just get a bunch of those and a shit ton of cartridges. Uh, I don't know, chief. I think we're supposed to be hiring like people. You know, I got I got a whole list. I spent like last week making a whole list of people. Yeah, these are these are gonna be great. Wow, look at this nice list of whatever. Tosses it aside and just buys the bowler wraps. That is a dramatization of what probably happened in uh, the closest police department to you that has these bowler wraps. Mm. Honestly, if I'm being entirely honest. The product seems like a good thing. But? The problem isn't the product, it's the people. Yes. It has long been the people. Remember when we had crap, when we had crappy guns, you know, back in, during Reconstruction, that did not stop them from just fucking killing black people anyway. (laughs) Are you kidding? These people would these people would have probably just used the fucking basic ass saw or fucking blunt scissors if they could. Are you kidding me? If a person wants to do fucked up shit, they're probably just gonna go do fucked up shit. Whew, okay. Another baby. Let's see what else is going on. All right, so um, so let's talk about COVID. Let's talk about COVID. Uh, By the way, I was on my way here, and I saw those COVID lines for testing. <gasps> unfucking sightly I am getting flashbacks of April 2020, May 2020, June 2020. July 2020. The lines are long as fuck again. That is fucking insane. When even was it that I finally got like a... Yeah, because I, I mean, I didn't get... I didn't really get a test around the time like my mom had it. I just kind of stayed my ass away from her. Yeah. It was kind of months before I got my first test. I'm not going to lie. How many times have you tested for COVID? A total of like four or five. They're all negative? Yeah. I've never tested for COVID. Oh, shit. Yeah, so, um, so the other day, I think it was Friday, because it was a normal work day for me, and uh, my mom was feeling sick. She asked me to take her to get a COVID test. All right, I got time on my break. I'm legit thinking that it's not going to be that bad. We were there for an hour and a half. And I mean, it was basically almost time for me to go for me to get back to work. And I was just like, okay, we have to opt out. We were not even at the fucking check in. Damn. It didn't help 
that um, there were two, excuse me, there were two lines, but then, like, one of them was moving way smoother than the other. Like, one of them, there were people who got there after us, who passed us. Hmm. Yeah. Um, according to the security guard there, it's it's however the nurses were doing it. I mean, and then they, then shit stopped when it's when the rain picked up. Ugh. Shit just stopped. Like that. Oh my goodness, that was some real bullshit. That's crazy, baby. That that all that all serves to say, every state is having a spike. Every single one. All 50 states, um, D.C., Puerto Rico, um, I would not, I, I don't think it would be a stretch to say that, you know, the Virgin Islands and the Mariana Islands are having, are having a spike too. So, and what's that other one? Guam. Guam. So just in Florida alone, as of July 27th, yesterday... There are 38,321 new cases. That is insane. That is just Florida. Let's look at our county. Our county alone has no new cases reported. Actually, why aren't there any new cases reported ever? Someone's not reporting their data. That is strange. Yeah. Now, um, the governor of Alabama had some shit to say. In fact, a lot of people, a lot of Republicans are changing their tune. Because see, as I'm sure listeners of this show know abundantly, um, the MO of the Republican Party has been to just downplay anything the left is doing. Anything the left is doing, we want to do the opposite. Of course. Oh, you get vaccines? I don't know, man. What's in those vaccines? A couple people are talking about they're magnetic now. A couple people are talking about they, they, they're, that they're, you know, that they're being tracked. What is going on? What are the questions? Or was that that lady know. said she skipped her period? Yo, that's true. And another one saying that it's affecting her fertility. Uh, remember Asa Hutchinson? Uh-huh. The he's the governor of Arkansas. He is the one who he's the one who vetoed the anti-trans bill because he thought um, we're supposed to be conservatives. This shit is not our business. It's the business of the person, the parent, and the 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 kid, the parent, and the doctor. Them together, not us. And the overwhelmingly Republican uh, state legislature said, "No, we're gonna we're gonna make this happen anyway." Two thirds, two thirds majority. Yeah, overturned the veto. Yeah, he brought um, he brought a scientist in to a town hall, and um, he's trying to have the scientists explain. Uh, there first the the one thing that I actually you know heard all the way was there is no evidence that the COVID vaccine in any way, shape, or form affects, affects verti- uh, fertility. Mm-hmm. And all she was getting in return was people yelling, 
trying to silence her, trying to like doubt her, trying to say she's lying. Let's keep in mind these are all adults. These exactly these are grown these are grown people. Um who who they, they have the wherewithal. They they they're always saying, you know, I'm not gonna be a sheep and all that crap. They're always saying you got to pick yourself up. You got to do shit yourself. They're, they're always saying you got to be on top of your own shit. But they can't do their own research. Yeah. Um, they can't seem to they can't seem to work the Internet very well. Yeah. Except to except to read Q. And. They're just fucking dumb. Like, I'm sorry, these type of people are just fucking dumb. Like. Dumb. They're just fucking dumb. <laughs> like crazy. Arkansas is already, they're already low on a on a bunch of shit. They're already one of the worst states when it comes to uh. When it comes to housing, I'm pretty sure they're 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 like really bad. There's like a bad housing problem in Arkansas. Yeah. Like more so than other states. Um, and this is prior to the pandemic too. They, they like, even prior to the pandemic, there were just a shit ton of people with no with no home, a shit ton of houses with no residence. What's their housing situation? I I knew it better. Like, it, there was something I was watching on Viceland at the time, but it basically has to do with like hardcore poverty. Mm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it's linked to like no jobs out there. Um. What's it called? Oh, K. Ivy. No, I actually got. I actually have to pull that up because she sounded so fucking ridiculous. K. Ivy is the governor of uh, Alabama. Alabama, Arkansas. Yes. The new cases in COVID are because of unvaccinated folks. Almost a hundred percent of the new hospitalizations with unvaccinated foes and the deaths certainly occurring with unvaccinated folks these folks are choosing a horrible lifestyle of self-inflicted pain besides you know this emotional plea you just gave us what is it going to take to get people to get shots in arms i don't know you tell me folks supposed to have common sense but it's time to start Blaming the unvaccinated folks, not the regular folks. It's the unvaccinated folks that are letting us down. But as a leader of the state, don't you think it's your responsibility to try and help get this situation under control? I've done all I know how to do. I can encourage you to do something, but I can't make you take care of yourself. Um... So it's like she's on point for some of these things, but it's just like, um, is she set by example though? Did she get her vaccine? I'm sure she did. If she's if she's out here blaming the unvaccinated people, I'm sure she did. But it's like, remember when? Remember when there was like a you know a mask mandate? <laughs> remember when there was a whole hey, by by state order. You can't go in here without a mask. Do that. 
You're the fucking governor, bro. No. That's invading my right as a human. I have the right to breathe. I don't know. You tell me. Bro, like, you're the fucking governor. I bet Arnold would have taken responsibility. You what? I bet Arnold would have taken responsibility. I don't know. I don't know what kind of governor he was. Was he popular as a governor? Um, I only know Arnold as a Terminator. Yeah, fair enough. And Mr. Freeze, of course. Yeah, oh, Mr. Freeze. We always go back to a movie. I think 98% of our episodes, we do a Batman and Robin reference. <laughs> All right, everybody. Chill. Now, I mean, at the very least, I, I'm glad about her saying, uh, blaming, blaming the unvaccinated folks. But I mean, why don't you ride them this hard every day? Mm-hmm. Hey, people, we're, uh, I, I see that we got another spike. What the fuck? Do you want to die? Like, I don't know if you've seen this figure. But 600-some-ass people, 600-some thousand people are dead because of this in America. Mm-hmm. Do you like that? Do you want you want your family member to be next? You want you to be next? Then get the fucking vaccine. Oh, you don't want it? All right, stay in your fucking house then. I, I ain't trying to hear from you. That's the problem, though. These are the same folks like, oh, but I have a right to live on. I have a right it's, exactly. it's always about their rights. Yep. It's always about their rights. Um, whatever happened to the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few or the one. But I mean, when we're talking about needs, nobody needs uh, patriotism toward a flag. Nobody needs that. Our flag's not that pretty to begin with. Are any flags that pretty to begin with? Yeah, there's that flag with the moon. It's so pretty. Which one is that? I don't even know. It's just, when you look at flags, they're just, it's just a fucking flag. Google this. Which is the prettiest flag? The prettiest flag in the world, Mexico. It's a nice flag. It's like Italy, but with an eagle in the middle. Okay. (laughs) But I mean, I guess if people don't like that eagle, then it's Italy, right? Yeah. Oh, and then there's a whole, like, ugliest flag in the world. Oh. Are those real? Yeah, these are parts of British Columbia. Ish. British Columbia seems like a, I mean, it's definitely a place that I want to go to, but that flag is ugly. People don't like Belize either. Please, it looks harmless. Yeah. Oh no, that card, that coat of arms is a little weird. Oh. Yeah, I'd, I'd feel a little, I'd feel a little gross about that one. Um. <laughs> the article says, "I don't like flags with people. They're jarring and confusing to see at a glance." Belize doesn't help the confusion by adding a tree, a Latin model, a wreath around the edge, and a coat of arms. <laughs> Divide up into three 
parts each of their own little emblem. Yo. And they seem to be standing on grass for some reason. Wow. Well, yeah, they can't be just standing on, you know, air. Look at Virginia. Interesting. Oh, it even says Virginia, just in case you forget. Yeah. What does the what does the bottom say? Six Semper Tyrannus. I guess maybe stand against tyranny. It, it translates to thus always to Tyrannosaurus. Ah. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. That is funny. This says, fun fact, sick Semper Ternus, if you squint to read it, translates to thus always to Tyrannosaurus, meaning that it's inevitable, inevitable for one day T-Rexes to rule the earth again. Virginians are weird. Yes, yes, of course, of course. <laughs> Turkmenistan. Huh. Morocco. Hey, what's the, what's the demonym for Turkmenistani people? I'm sure they'd love, I mean, because I'm sure they, they would have loved for it to be Turkish, Turk or Turkish. But nope. No. No, senor. Turk, no, Turkmen is the language they speak. Turkmenistani, Turkmen, and Turkmenian. Turkmenian. Okay. Also, also referred to as Turkmen Turkic or Turkmen Turkish. Turkmen Turkish. I, I suppose. Um, let's see. Oh, and they also speak a little bit of that in Turkey, and Uzbekistan, and Tajikistan, and Russia. But you know, by Turkmen communities. When I was in college, Miami Dade. I love how you just flutter your eyebrows at me. And your eyelashes. What? Two for one special. Um, when I was at day, there was this guy. Uh, I forgot his name. But he was part Turkish, half Turkish, half Spaniard. Okay. I always thought it was a weird combination. Mm, Are they nearby? Close. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Not, not super nearby, but I mean... When you like, when you look at them on a map, you're like, oh yeah, I can see it. Huh. You know, somebody went on vacation to uh to Madrid. I'm like, you know what? I like it here. See if I can get a job here. And they ended up with a child. I see what you mean. Well, damn, not right away. <laughs> but yeah, if we're if we're gonna condense the story, yes. <laughs> yeah. Or. Or. It went it went the other way around. Somebody, somebody went. went to on, yeah, somebody went to Istanbul and was like. I like it here. Turkey is on my places to go. I'd like to go to Turkey. I'm down. Yeah. Get the passport, baby. I'm leaving you behind. Y'all heard it here first. He's heard it a few times. All right. So. <laughs> You're so guac, baby. Like just stretch it out. Like, I'm not even going to bother answering yeah, that. Just, just, yeah. <laughs> it's funny. So, you know what else is funny? What? Tucker Carlson got confronted. Oh, okay, I need to see this video because oh, yeah. you told me about it and then you told me you're going to look into it and then I probably got distracted with something else, which is usually a deal. 
All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go again. Who's the foul loser, John? What's his name? Carlson Tucker. It is. Oh, and beautiful. This is a fucking view uh, clip. That's pretty much all we get. Like, also, there's... why are they wearing matching clothes? <laughs> They're in a fishing shop, apparently. Oh, okay. And, um, this is in Montana. Oh. Montana. And where was it at? Let's see. Montana fishing store. You know what I think? Somebody should go up to him and tell him the same thing. You're a despicable. Sorry, excusable man. And your broth takes like feet water. Just walk away. Ugh. Feet water. <laughs> I'm trying to find out which what the store was. Because there's also like a funny link. About, yeah, so it was a guy named Dan Bailey, and the shop is also called Dan Bailey's, but there is no relation. Oh. Yeah. So, at the beginning of the clip, I don't know if you guys heard all that, but at the beginning of the clip, um, and and they kind of cut part of it where Tucker says that his daughter is there, like, that the first time he says that his daughter is there, and the guy, and Dan says he doesn't care. Uh, you know, what you've done. Let's go back, actually. Yeah, he says, you are the worst human being known to mankind. I want you to know that. He goes on to say, what you have done to this state, to the United States, to everything else in this world. I don't care that your daughter is here. What you have done to people's families, what you have done to everybody else in this world. And Tucker is just trying to like set, trying to calm him the, the whole time. He sees the camera and that's when he starts to, you know, that's when he tries to, to have like kind of an, before he's saying like, I appreciate that and all that stuff. Just trying not to have a confrontation in front of his daughter. Um, but then he says... Settle down, son. Oh. Which enrages Dan Bailey. And Dan, ba- Dan Bailey still handled it like a champ. He says, don't call me son. And then we don't see, we don't seem to see anything else. At least I, I haven't seen a clip where it goes on after that. We don't see when uh, he beats him up? No, because to our knowledge, he didn't do it. Damn. Which, I mean... Don't get me wrong, it, it's, 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 this is a tough one because yes, Tucker Carlson does deserve an ass whooping, but that's not going to teach him shit. It's just going to give him somebody to sue so that he has more money. That is true. So I, I appreciate, I appreciate Dan Bailey's nonviolent approach here. Yes, and keeping it very, like, straight-faced. Yeah. 
And he's like, and, and Tucker's like, I'm not going to debate you and shit like that. I'm not here to debate you, guy. I'm just here to tell you you're a piece of shit. That's it. Yeah. You're a piece of shit. Um, and I, I mean, I get trying to like, you know, have that confrontation out. I like trying to keep his like his daughter from seeing what's going on, but like. I'm sure his daughter knows he's a jackass, too. I mean, what? That's the thing, is, like, how long do you really think you're going to keep this from your daughter? Yeah. Like, you're on TV every night. Spewing lies and hate. Fucking up, yeah, fucking up people's lives because they're believing what you say. Yeah. Because you're a fucking cartoon character who, who wants to present as real news. And won a lawsuit by your country's by, by your country by your channel saying that's not news that's an opinion show, but you still present as real news and people still really believe you. Mm-hmm. And they and and I never see I've never heard of a disclaimer before before his show, talking about the views expressed here are opinions of Tucker Carlson, not the opinions of Fox News or anybody else. That's because they believe the same shit too. That's be, that's that's because it would honestly I don't think I don't think that it's it's because it would cost them money. Yes. It's because if they don't present if they don't present that as it's as if people are supposed to believe it, mm-hmm. uh, they they're can't yeah they 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 can't they can't make as much money. Um, I was listening to who was it? I forgot who it was, but they're talking about how. How Sean Hannity going back now and like teetering between, oh, I, I, what's it called? You guys need to take this seriously. And then when his, when his viewers call him out, he's like, I never said you should take, you, you need to take it. I said, you should take this seriously. I'm not a doctor. I can't say to take the vaccine. I'm saying you need to take the, take the vaccine you, or you need to go to your doctor. You need to talk to your doctor. You need to uh, do your research, open up your phone. And, you know, all these little, uh, it was on the majority report because they were, they were pointing out like all the outs that, that, you know, all the little outs that he was giving them, yeah. he was giving his viewers. So, 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 um, Sean Hannity, he doesn't have the, as they say, the ecosystem that Tucker Carlson has. Tucker Carlson, that shit is self-feeding. Um, but with Sean Hannity, he needs to. He he's he's still he's you know he's still from the establishment. He's he needs to he's he needs to do he needs to work harder to rile up the base basically. Mm. And um, what's it called? What is it? So he needs to teeter the line basically between not getting sued and keeping his keeping his viewership. That's a very hard line to balance. Uh. I'm just saying. If only he weren't so money hungry. What I will say, though, I mean, there are certain people that we know who buy into this shit. I don't know whether to feel better or worse that they tend to follow Hannity and Rubio and Cruz and I've never heard about them, you know, following Tucker and Green and Gates. <laughs> I, I guess I should be relieved by that, right? We should be relieved by that? No. A tiny bit? <laughs> no. 
I guess not. Because at the same time, it's not the batch. They're not following the bat shits that we know of. <laughs> that doesn't make it any better. I mean, it makes it like a hair better. Like hair. this much better. A you hair? see? A hair? Yeah. You see this? Makes it this much better. Oh, baby. I'll make a difference. Yeah, but there's a part. If you get, if you get like super microscopically close enough, you see that there's a part where my fingertips aren't touching. And that's the little difference. Microscopic difference. That's what makes it beautiful. <laughs> that's what makes you beautiful. You know what? What? I think that's a fantastic point. Because these two things need each other. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the day, Marge Green and Matt Gates. They need establishment guys like uh, like Ted Cruz and Marco Rubio to, you know, because it's, it's, it's a little more legitimizing. People, people look at Ted Cruz and Marco Rubio. Most people, sure, will see corrupt, corrupt hacks. Symbols of everything wrong with the, with the Republican Party. Unfortunately, there's a small crowd, there's a crowd of people that'll be like, yeah, that Gates guy and that green chick, they're, she's, they're way too crazy for me. I'm going to stick with good old Rubio and Cruz. Mm. See? I'm not, I'm not saying they're right, but that's definitely the perspective that, that some people have. And of course, there's also the inverse perspective. That Cruz and Rubio, those, those, guys, are, those guys are weird. Fucking establishment hacks. I want to go with my good old Americans like like Gates and Green and Trump. You see? They're wrong either way. Yeah. But <laughs> they're the, the the fucked up thing is that they don't they don't tear each other apart in public as much as say as much as the establishment Democrats try to try to tear apart uh progressives. Um what about that rally? Which one? Chubby Cheese one? <laughs> nah, nah, the new rally. Which one? So. Tell me, baby. Matt Gates, Paul Gosar, Louis Gomer, Marge Green. Oh, all trash. Right? Was it the trash rally? Well, let's let's actually let's actually stay on Tucker for a sec. There's legit people who think that Dan Bailey needs to be arrested. Why? Exactly. You know that guy Dinesh D'Souza? One of the one of the most tremendous sellouts on earth. Fox is really out of this world, man. Yep. So, here it is. Nope. It was on the hill. Okay. So, Dinesh. Um. No, my goodness. Can this thing stop loading? Like, I'm just trying to look at this one tweet. <laughs> Tucker Carlson was with his daughter when at a fishing shop in Montana when this unhinged leftist began harassing him. He was an unhinged leftist. 
Dinesh should be the last motherfucker to talk about unhinged. Like, like that nigga went to jail for like serious fraud, didn't he? Yeah. That nigga went to prison. Like, shut the fuck up, Dinesh. You went to prison for shit that a lot of these people, that a lot of these fucking politicians need to go to prison for. So not, nah, I'm not trying to hear that shit. I'm not. Don Lemon defending him? Don Lemon's such a fucking tool sometimes, I swear. I mean, his name alone, baby. He says, let me tell you this. I don't like it. I don't like it when people do that because I would not want it to happen to me. But I have mixed emotions because Tucker has done this to people before. Ooh. I want to hear what Anna Navarro said. Uh, I love her. All right. Um, all right. So I'm going to watch some of this. We're, we're going to watch some of this. Give us a sec. Please hold. Well, Representative will be with you shortly. <laughs> All right, no, we're we're here, we're here. It's not you're not gonna get the machine. Don't worry. <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. If you'd like to make a call, please hang up and dial again. Uh, if you need help, hang up and please dial the operator. Oh my goodness, that would drive me. That would drive me nuts. So, if you'd like to make a call, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, um, we watched the clip, and it's uh, Don Lemon, Anna Navarro, and uh, their friend. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the white dude. I don't. I don't know him. I've never seen that. I've the never white seen... dude who looks like he would rather have done that in an email. Yeah, they don't. Even, he's he's not even tagged. Look at this in this freaking the Hill article. They tagged Don Lemon, Tucker Carlson, Anna Navarro. Tucker, just his first name, and the state of Montana, but not the third guy. <laughs> I think it was, what was he, Scott something? I don't know. The third guy. I'm gonna, he's going to be the third guy. So Don Lemon did what I expected. The third guy. And I, I really, I tr- really, truly get where he's coming from. Because nobody wants to just be hounded. Nobody wants that. Sure. People want positive recognition for what they do. Everybody wants that. Positive recognition for the positive things they do, for the things that they're proud of. Of course. And, um, you know, like, say, say, like, Fluffy has said in his specials, he's made it very clear, in, even in the specials, if you want to come up and take a picture, I welcome it. He even rationalizes it with his gratitude saying you guys have made it possible for me to for me to live a wonderful life and feed my family i welcome it i love fluffy he's the shit he's awesome do you follow him on instagram i do i hope he's i hope he's doing better yeah he has covid um i haven't i meant to watch like the video that he posted but i haven't yet yeah he was like saying how he he had to you know he had he had a, he had to like shoot a tour in the foot. Yeah. Like that's 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 fucked up. Like, yeah. I just hope he's doing better. But he 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 you know they handing out refunds like hotcakes. Yeah. 
So that's good. And I hope that they're able to to make that happen when he's, you know, when he's when he's feeling right. Uh we need to go to one of his shows when he comes Hell to Miami. Yeah. Hell yeah. But doesn't he like never come to Miami? Isn't it's... he always like in Fort Lauderdale and shit? We'll go to Fort Lauderdale, baby. Alright. Fluffy, we're doing this for you, man. Yeah, man. Mr. Regles, yes. (laughs) That's a good show. It's one of those feel-good shows. It is. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) But for real, I've been a fan since Hot and Fluffy in 07. Me too! Nice. I think when you and I first started dating... Oh, wait, sorry, sorry, because you were in the middle of a sentence, too. No, we're going to hype this. Hype! When you and I first started dating, I think we saw, like, different specials on Netflix. Yeah. I think we saw all of them on Netflix at one point. Um, I'm down to, to watch uh, to watch Hot and Fluffy again. Yes. Let's do it. But right now we're dealing with... Oh, yeah. No, I mean, after the episode. The mess of Debbie. Oh, true. Yes, okay, yeah. True, true. Um, never have I ever season two. Yes. She's spiraling. Oh, my gosh. There's just so much there. She hasn't fully grieved. I don't think people are understanding this. People? She's not understanding this. Yeah, she's not. She really isn't. Like, how are you supposed to... How are you supposed to... What, is she going to just trace back all those actions to that? No. Like, she's making bad choices. She's making fucked up choices. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) Alright, but in this video... Um, so Don also, you know, he, and, and the, the other, the third guy, okay, Scott His something. name is Don Lemon, Don, Don Limon. Well, it's Don Lemon. Like his, his, his last name is Lemon. It doesn't trans, it doesn't, it doesn't get translated. No, he's going to be Senor Limon. Let's see. Donald Carlton Lemon. Limon. Damn. You know what? I honestly would have liked it better if his, like, if his stage name was like Carlton Lemon. But then again, I think I think a lot more people would be letting him get away with like a lot of the fuck shit that he says. Yeah. Yeah. Um I, I don't I don't I don't have like a lot of problems with Don Lemon, but just a lot of like a lot a lot of shit he says is just like damn dude, you are really in, in the pockets of fucking of, of corporate people. What like kind of, What uh, kinda of, what kind of shit do we have open? Huh? What kind of shit do we have open? Well, like, uh, no, like, sorry, sorry, I didn't mean that. What kind of corporate does he have in his pocket? Oh, okay. I was I'm reading. Like... I was reading a message, and the message said, "Do we keep it open?" <laughs> okay. Sorry, I had a bit of a moment there. I mean, I wouldn't happen to know any particular donors specifically to his show or specifically to him, but he he works for CNN, which is, I mean. That that's basically corporate moderate corporate left leaning uh corporate left leaning centrism central. It's yeah. Basically corporate news network or centrist news network, however you want to word it. However you want to spell that word, it's really the same. Mm-mm-mm. Um so also just in this video he's saying he's talking about how how he and, and, and the other guy really agreed how condoning this might condone, um, you know, the next person who's not so friendly and not so pat, not not so uh, peaceful. And I think that they really 
because the third guy spoke after after um, Anna Navarro made some fucking fire ass points. So so Anna goes on to say that um, she 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 deftly points out the dude was not violent. He wasn't trying. He wasn't going trying to touch Tucker. Um, I think she was a little inaccurate on this whole thing. May have slightly touched him, but you know, you know, that's splitting hairs. Whereas Tucker like put the dude, put his hands on the dude's shoulder when he said when he called him son in a very diminutive way. Yeah. And also, if you're calling somebody son and you're not a New Yorker, chances are it's in a diminutive way. I agree. Um. She also very much pointed out that he the dude wasn't yelling. Mm-hmm. He wasn't trying to make gestures or intimidate uh, Tucker Carlson. He was cool, calm, and collected. Literally, the only rage that came about was being called son. And, and, and how did he respond? He said, don't fucking call me son. Or don't call me fucking son. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Um... And nothing has come out about any violence. If any, if any, if there was any violence, I mean, Tucker probably would have been the first one to say some shit, wouldn't he? Have? You would think. Or, I'm or the business, white dude. <laughs> yeah. Or, or the business, or the business would have said, "We banned this guy. Who, this guy is not like when they're they're making their statement about how about how the, there's no relation. They would have included that he was banned or something. Right. So, um, all 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 arrows point to there was no violence here. And um, to that end, Anna Navarro was very supportive of this form of expressing grievance. She called it, she, she not, even, not even called it, she accurately referred to it as use of First Amendment rights, use of, free, use of freedom of speech. She even used an example of her that she was at a fresh market here in the Coconut Grove area and a lady was following her. And she thought the lady just wanted to take a picture with her, and the lady was basically going approaching her and you know yelling at her as to why why she, she doesn't support Trump. Yeah. Because yeah, because she probably she probably found like either found out or always knew Anna's party is like you're a Republican. Why don't you support Trump? Because it's party unity when it's convenient for whomever. Yeah, I have my little Bernie sticker on my phone. Yeah. So you obviously know where I stand. Remember when uh, when AOC did the whole like um, co-nomination of Bernie Sanders, mm-hmm. and people were like, and then NBC decided to decided to do that messy ass uh, headline, and she snapped back at them. You did this shit late at night, or you know you made your correction late at night or something, whatever it was. Basically, it was some snake shit. She called him out. Yeah. Cause they just want hits. They just want to make money. I don't know. I don't know how people... So the other day I was in the lunchroom at work. They have Fox playing in the, in the kitchen, in the cafe area. Damn, yes, baby, you be, you be biting the fuck out of your tongue because I would say some shit. No, well... Hey, can we put some news on? <laughs> no, 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 some news. Fox has said themselves that this shit is not news. So I went to get water. I was getting water and ice. And I look up and I'm just like waiting for my water bottle to get filled up. And I'm just like listening to like, this is all bullshit. I don't remember what the topic was. I think it was about immigration. And it was just like, 
this is all bullshit. Oh, because they were talking about how they're saying that the people who are bringing in the the contamination of COVID is the undocumented immigrants. Bruh. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so that explains part of the states in the south, but what about the states in the north? Immigrants from Canada? Yeah, Canada? No. You mean Canadians who who are looking at us right now and don't want to touch this shit with a 10-foot pole? Yeah. I think the border is still closed with Canada. I don't blame them. I think our border is still closed with Canada. I'm sure there's people in, like, southern British Columbia talking about, Oh, my God, this feels just like The Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> oh, my gosh, this feels just like The Handmaid's Tale. We need to run. They're going to come here first. That's how, they, that's how I feel sometimes. They're going straight to Toronto. And once, Tor- once Toronto is filled up, they're coming straight to Victoria. That's how I feel sometimes. No, like Vancouver, then Victoria. Go ahead, sorry. Sometimes I'm like watching the news and I'm just like... what? Did you hear about the bills that are being passed in Texas for school? Oh, jeez. What, 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 what is it? So, hold on. I think I, let's, let's wrap up this topic so I True. can gather my ducks here. For sure. So... Um, basically, uh, it's, it's back to, to Anna Navarro. She's, she's, it's funny because she, she kind of shut, she kind of shut Don Lemon down. Like that was very clearly not what he was looking to hear. And, and she was very vehement on her perspective of not only was this entirely nonviolent, no violence in any way, shape or form, but we're also talking about this isn't this isn't just some opinion. This is life or death. Mm-hmm. And th- this is something that we need to like we need to really keep like keep track of. Like just because it's a convenient opinion for you and um, because you just don't want to like open up your mind. That doesn't mean it's just an opinion, bro. A lot of this shit is life and death. Like, honestly, even a conversation of infrastructure is kind of is low key life or death because we're talking about we're talking about uh, improving employment. We're talking about fucking climate change, which is already killing people. Remember how Hurricane Katrina killed people? Mm -hmm. Remember how Hurricane Harvey killed people? Mm -hmm. Hurricane Elsa probably killed people. So, yeah, all this shit is life and death. It's just a matter of politicians are incredibly adept at making you disgusted with the process. And thus, just leaving it to them. Like, people used to buy votes. People used to formally buy, like, people's votes are probably in some way, shape, or form bought today. But... In the 1880s, 1890s, early 1900s, before they started really started really started to like you know look at how elections are conducted, your ballot could be purchased. You need some money. Um, somebody would literally pay you, and then and then give you a filled out ballot, and that's the one you turn in. So yeah, almost everything in this country, almost everything is worse back then than it, than it was now. Yeah. And we have people insisting that we're going down the drain. No, we're coming out of the drain. We have been in the fucking pipes drinking sewage. 
for hundreds of years. That's how this country's been. And because a few people in this country are absurdly wealthy, we're suddenly, we're, that, that automatically makes us the best country on earth? That's dumb fuckery. That's dumb fuckery. If we're ever going to be the best country on earth, it's, it's, it has to be because of the average person. And the average person can't, can't even fucking eat. The average person can't even afford a fucking apartment with one job in ninety in 93% of, of counties. Yep. So and then yeah. you still have to figure out a way to, you know, convince these folks making six digits that $15 minimum wage, it's something that should be, you know, across mm. the board. Let alone the ones making seven, eight, nine, ten digits. 12 digits, 15 digits. Is anybody? I hope. I hope nobody's making fifteen digits anytime soon. That that's just. How do you spend all that in one lifetime? You can't. I hope they're helping people. But then again, we got people making good money who are going to outer space. I can't find my thing about the bill that passed in Texas. Say it to me, baby. A little bit. Texas school bill. Texas School Bill 2021. There's just like limiting critical race theory and stuff. Martin Luther King III criticizes Texas critical race theory bills. Okay, now you're back to reality. What happened when you were, uh... Wasn't he endorsing Trump? Who was he endorsing? He was endorsing some ass-backwards candidate a few years ago. Who's that? Martin Luther King III? Yes. Oh, no. Trump says he listens to African Americans better than Martin Luther King III. He endorsed Andrew Yang. Andrew Yang. Oh, Andrew Yang's getting himself in a bit of hot water, ain't he? Yeah. What happened with Andrew Yang? Andrew Yang. He was saying something. Hold on. Let's see. Well, Garc- right now he's running for New York mayor. Mayor of New York. Yeah, but didn't he lose or something? Mm-mm. How Andrew Yang went from for- front runner to fourth place. Damn. Yeesh. And there's a Politico uh, article about why Asian why do Asian Americans struggle in mayoral races? Why else? Because this is a white country, and if there's one minority that white people are truly and genuinely afraid of being replaced by, it's Asians. Yeah, because they see, because at least their perception of Asians is the only group that could actually replace across the board, Mm. even 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 in in more academic positions. 
I mean, it's a it's an incredibly uh, it's an incredibly closed minded view because I mean, if you're gonna look at, look at that so narrowly, technically any group could do that. Now let's see. So apparently, it was just on more restrictions uh, on the racism education in public schools. So they couldn't teach them about um, the women's suffrage movement. They couldn't teach them about, uh, I think the Holocaust was there too. They couldn't teach them about slavery. Um, so what do you want these kids to learn in history, honestly? That KKK means cool, calm, collected. Oh, goodness. <laughs> they want to be just like, and in 1776... We signed the Declaration of Independence, and uh, here we are. Yeah. Yeah, 2021. Look at this. Yeah. Oh, it also includes uh, limiting the courses or the standards, uh, particularly set for African-American and Mexican-American studies. Okay. Wow. So we're straight up not going to teach them that Texas was a part of Mexico? I guess not. In the beginning... There was the Republic of Texas. Wait, what? But wh- what? This was Mexico. This was Mexico. Then it was the Republic of. Te- no, 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 it wasn't. That was a rumor. Okay, that's fake news. Fake news. Okay, President Trump and, and Governor Abbott did away with all that. Fake news. Calling that motherfucker President Trump. Now this, this is some funny shit. <laughs> so, it's one of those, uh, you know, one, one of those um, hillbilly Power Ranger rallies. <laughs> Not what I was thinking. Um, we got Gates, we got Green, we got Gosar, we got Gomert. All, the, all of my favorite G's. <laughs> all your favorite G's. Real G's move a lot as fucking racist. <laughs> so, so what's it called? I don't know who the I don't know who the other ones are. They, I, I named only the four that I could. But it's just like them. Yo, so they're having this rally, and it's let's see. The rally was... Mm. You're killing me, the hill. Where was it? Alright, so it was a news conference held by a coalition of G- House GOP firebrands. Oh. Okay, if you say so. Pew, pew, pew! Firebrands. Yeah. Um... You know, while the hill isn't while the hill isn't a shit show, it is it does technically still skew a little bit right. Mm-hmm. Um so these Republican lawmakers gathered Tuesday to press the Department of Justice for a status report on individuals arrested following the January sixth attack on the Capitol. Now, these uh these hill these hillbilly uh G men. Z men. Z men. Mm-hmm. Now, they are referring to the, the individuals who were arrested as 
political prisoners. Seriously? Political prisoners. We're, we're just going to completely disregard the fact that they went and vandalized federal property. Yeah, clearly, this is more palatable to them than the word terrorist. <laughs> but whatever. And I love it. I love every second of it. I love that. Um... Now, when I say I love it, I mean I love all the interruptions. Because they cannot seem to get a word in edgewise without homeboy who's just blowing his whistle. Yo, he must have had two short blasting in his ears because that nigga blow the whistle. Like. He's just blowing. Yo. Nigga must have thought he was Joel Santana. Like. Wow. Yeah, I can't whistle like that. I can't whistle at all. There you go. Bring that damn show you look good and I'm thinking about hitting at her. Oh, getting at her. Okay, time to whistle at her. I'm sure that's not what they were thinking. Oh, I, I hope not. <laughs> but, you know. Um, so, it's just like... Let's see. One protester repeatedly blew in a whistle during the event. Another And other demonstrators were holding... Yeah, so there was a lady coming around, and the guy stopped her. It, it was a sign that said, traitors and rapists. <laughs> Turns out it says, traitors and rapists, sit down. Damn. Um, Be humble. And I love, I love, uh, what's her face? She's like, to the guy that's blowing the whistle, we are not deterred. No, you're just turd. Let's actually let's actually get some more of this. I have a mosquito bite on my foot, so I'm just like using your chair to scratch myself. <sighs> Sorry, baby. As I you can that. see. It's an awful place for a mosquito bite. But the mosquitoes don't care. Like, I don't like being this guy and like, you know, referring to her looks so much. She was like a man. Not, it's not she even just that. She was like a horse. That. It's not even just that. Oh, there's more? She looks like if C Murder was a, was a white Karen. What? C Murder the rapper. <laughs> Look at those shades on her. She looks like if C Murder the rapper was a white Karen. We will not be deterred. Um, so, Master P, I need you to, uh, I need you to make a diss song toward this chick. I'll feature on that shit. <laughs> she, I'm just, just her, her sheer appearance has to be an insult to your brother, dude. Mm-mm-mm. We will not be deterred. Um, the whistle guy was getting some notoriety too. Let me see if we can get some more. Oh, okay. Who's so the here's what's guy? happening. Uh, apparently, that doesn't come yet. We are looking for the truth, and we believe the truth can be found by reaching out and answering and asking the right questions to the right people. Listen, there's another thing. Listen, the taxpayers I'm not in this done. Country 
Yeah, that includes yours. So start acting right. The left is interrupting the press conference. No. Hey, man. If you look, it's called counter protesting. I will. I would love it. And like people will be like, I'm not part of the left. I'm actually a Republican. I just don't like you. (laughs) Oh, I get it. I get the sign now. What? The sign that somebody said that somebody had that said, uh. Wait, where was it? It's above. Okay, it said... It said, January 6th was an inside job, comma, vets for Democrats. Okay, I get it now. That took me a sec. Because when you see it with the right font, it makes more sense. (laughs) Okay, so this person who's a veteran, the person who's holding the sign is most likely a veteran, Mm -hmm. supporting Democrats, saying that January 6th was an inside job, by Republicans, and I mean, we know that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, without a doubt, we're just gonna do the investigation just out of courtesy, dude. Let's take a look, actually, at the uh, commission. So I'm looking up the um, the House Select Committee. First of all, they brought uh, they brought Adam Kinzinger from Illinois, mm. uh, or or as as we like to call him. One of the only Republicans national on holding a national office that has some fucking sense. <laughs> so uh, he got some serious shade from from Kevin McCarthy. Of course he did. Yes, because because Kevin McCarthy, his hobbies are are you know simple things like reading reading Dr. Seuss books to children. Why he can't just do a speaking tour of the U.S. doing that rather than being in office doing nothing is beyond me. Well, other than the fact that he really wants that sweet, sweet donor cash. Yep. So, um... Let me give you space, baby. Wait. I wanted to look up uh, something from No Lie. Adam... No, not Adam Levine. You're totally Googling, Googling Adam Levine. Mm-mm. Not even a little bit. No. I looked up Maroon 4 to see if there was a time before him. I found nothing. You're so guapped. So guap, I swear. I mean, this love and the song with SZA, those, those two songs are okay, but other than that, I cannot stand their music. I just simply cannot. Why? Because of his voice. Donald Trump. Nope. Let's go to the beginning. Look, this is about getting to the truth. It's Adam Kinzinger. First of all, I like how he did that. Like he 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 used he used Trump to be like, remember, my as a Republican. Uh, but because of duty, duty calling to do this and to 
committed to doing it. We will go where the facts lead us. We're going to get answers that we need to get because the American people deserve the truth. Then they can decide from there what to think. But right now, when you have these conspiracies that continue to thrive, when you have lies and misinformation that continue to thrive, it is essential for us as members of Congress to get to the answer. So uh, it's an honor to do this. Again, it's not something I was looking forward to or expecting or uh, anything, but there are also moments where you have to do the right thing. And this is a- Kevin, Kevin McCarthy, Kevin McCarthy, Kevin, Kevin McCarthy called you a Pelosi Republican. How do you respond to that? Look, I, I, it's, it's childish. We're doing big things right now. We're, we're getting to the answers of the worst attack on the Capitol uh, since the War of 1812. Uh, you can call me whatever names you want. And uh, I just believe that, look, you know, bottom line, uh, I'm an elected member of Congress. I'm a Republican. Uh, Kevin McCarthy is technically my Republican leader. And to call, you know, members of Congress by childish names like Donald Trump used to do, I guess it's just uh, kind of part what of the Ooh. Nicely handled. Nicely handled. Um, so, um, let's look at who we got. Because, I, I, I'm not going to lie, I hadn't taken like the thoroughest look at who's on, on this uh, committee. So, who we have for certain on the committee. From the majority side, the Democrats, we got Elaine Luria from Virginia. Luria? I don't, I don't know. Oh, she's a Navy veteran. Okay. Mm. All right. Shout out Elaine uh, Luria. We got Jamie Raskin. Um, I don't know too much about him. He's from... He's from Montgomery County. Or he represents the Montgomery County area in Maryland. Maryland 8. Stephanie Murphy. I, 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 hear, I hear about Stephanie Murphy way too often. I, I I don't think I approve of this. Um, she's like a known centrist, and I, I just I, I feel really uncomfortable. <laughs> you just feel very uncomfortable. Your I, face, I just your face is telling me that you're feeling uncomfortable. Do we still have water? Yes. I don't even ask if you have water. Do we still have water? Honestly, <laughs> we have Pete Aguilar. I don't know anything about him. California thirty-one. Adam Schiff. I don't really know anything about him. Uh, California 28. Zoe Lofgren. Uh, California 13. No. 45. No, she used to be California 16, but then it got redistricted. Redistricted. Since then, she's been California 19 representative. And the chair, Benny Thompson. Mm -mm -mm. Uh, The only... Yeah, the only Democrat in Mississippi's congressional de- uh, delegation. But he was another one of those, another one of those, uh, you know, moderate Democrats out here, uh, talking shit on conservatives uh, just a few months ago. So I have a lot of reservations about him too. Mm. What I will say though, this picture here doesn't really help. He need to update that shit. He doesn't look but, like that. Oh, he look older. Something about the beard. Something about the beard is giving me more confidence in him. Maybe that's why uh, Drew Carey wears a beard, baby. 
just has such a distinctive face, so it's, I'm just surprised that I wasn't able to deduce it. Uh, okay. See, now that I got, now that I got a good He's look at him. He's reminding me a lot of what's that with the Robin Williams there. Yeah, I can see it. Right? He looks like he looks like ripped, torn, honestly. Doesn't he kind of look like Rip Torn with the mustache or with the beard? No. I mean, granted, not this picture. <laughs> maybe, maybe this one. I don't know. He he, he gave me a little a little bit of a Colonel Sanders vibe. <laughs> yeah, but he's slimmed down too. Yeah, I I, I need to call him up. Ask him for some help. Gosh, baby, he's also rich. That's the problem. Asking for some financial help. <laughs> so yeah, shout I mean, out to Drew Carey. He's hosting The Price is Right these days. Let's keep it real. If, if it wasn't for money, every 52-year-old would look the way J-Lo looks now. That's true. So there's a Drew Carey, Drew Barrymore moment. Drew chats with Drew about... Okay, I, I gotta... I'll definitely open that for later. So, um, we got a Politico article with uh, Benny Thompson's opening remarks about the uh, on the general January 6th Capitol riot hearing. This is an article from yesterday morning. Oh, by the way, before before I read that, um, I, I, all I gave you was the what's it called? The 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 Democratic members. So we know that there's Adam Kinzinger. We already knew about Liz Cheney. Mm-hmm. The other spots are still vacant, and. Um, is this the same committee that what's his face try to put together with all the all the gyms? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I guess just everybody got rejected. Yeah. Ultimately. So he brought on she brought on Liz Cheney, she brought on Adam Kinzinger. Um she got Benny Thompson as the chair. There now I what this this one is a little interesting to me is that there's three Republican spots open that are just regular spots. But then there's one open that's for a ranking member. Oh. Who exactly do they intend to put to put in there? Uh, I'm just saying, I like... Who do you think they would put there? Kamala? <laughs> Her VP? For one thing, I'm sure this is only going to be representatives. No. So, uh, let's see. Thompson has announced the senior staff of the committee. This included David Buckley as staff director, Kristen Ammerling as deputy staff director and chief counsel, Hope Goins as counsel to the chairman, Candace Phoenix as senior counsel and senior advisor, and Tim Mulvey, Tim Mulvey as communications director. I don't know who any of those people are. So, yeah. Oh, I see. It's because... Okay, and see, this is, this is what I was thinking. 
So McCarthy pulled, he rescinded all his recommendations because she, because she didn't take all of them. Because Pelosi didn't take all of them. Oh, apparently I'm out of levels. Out of levels? I'm like, why am I not moving forward? Oh, you, you, you've, you've advanced to where, to where you're at. Yeah. Oh. It says oh. new levels in what? One hour? That's weird. In six minutes? Okay. I guess. Um, oh, so opening remarks. Opening statement. Let me say a few words at the outset of this about this committee's work and how, as chairman, I plan to run things. We're going to be guided solely by the facts. The facts of what happened on January 6th in the run-up to that tragic day and what has taken place since. That is what we are charged to do by House Resolution 503. There's no place for politics or partisanship in this investigation. Our only charge is to follow the facts where they lead us. Okay. But I thought we had all these questions. I mean, clearly following the facts, that's, that should make people like Gomert and Green happy, right? Mm-hmm. And while we have a lot to uncover, there are a few things we already know. We know that an insurrection on January 6th, oh, that the insurrection on January 6th was a violent attack that in, involved vicious assaults on law enforcement. We know that there is evidence that it was a coordinated, planned attack. We know that men and women who stormed the Capitol wanted to derail the peaceful transfer of power in this country. We know that seven people have lost their lives and more than 140 police officers suffered injuries. We know that efforts to subvert our democracy are ongoing and a major part of the select committee's work will be fi to find ways to eliminate that threat. We also know that the rioters came dangerously close to succeeding, if not for the heroism of the U.S. Capitol Police and the Metropolitan Police Department. Many more lives might have been lost and the rioters could have accomplished what they set out to do upend American democracy. It is, it's an honor to have four of those heroes sitting before us today. Welcome for appearing here, and more importantly, for your heroism on January 6th. You have the gratitude of this committee and this country. You held the line that day, and I can't overstate what was on the line. Our democracy. You held the line. We're going to revisit some of those moments today, and it won't be easy but history will remember your names and your actions. Not in Texas. Probably not. Sorry. Let's see. So... Okay, talking about the peaceful. Yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna skip some parts. That was that's all very beautiful, but like we we, we can we can we can just get to the meat. Um. So he talks about eighteen oh one. The House of Representatives did one of its jobs laid out in the Constitution. After a deadlock in the Electoral College between Thomas Jefferson and Aaron Burr, this body cast 36 ballots and ultimately settled the contest for President of the United States. Aaron Burr lost. And then Hamilton lost. Uh, but that's a sadder story. What followed was the first peaceful transfer of power in our country's history. I guess, okay. Fair enough, I guess. I I thought that uh, the transfer from Washington to uh, Adams was a peaceful transfer of power, but I think he means peaceful transfer of power between two opposing political parties. Mm 
Um, so let's see. We've been torn apart and brought back together. We've struggled to cross generations to make our country's great vision a reality for all Americans. Uh, let's see. But the peaceful transfer of power has stood as a pillar, a safeguard that we hold close because as, as, ang as heated and angry and divided as we may be, we can rest easy knowing that when the moment comes, our system guarantees that one party will hand the reins to another if that's the will of the people. And that's certainly been the will of the people last several times, I guess. I mean, when was the last time that we had um, an incumbent, you know, rather, a new president who was the same party as the prior president? Literally, uh, Bush Sr. Who won election after serving eight years as Reagan's vice president. Uh, so, let's see. So... He calls Joe Biden the legitimately elected president, but he states that a peaceful transfer of power did not happen. Mm -hmm. A violent mob was pointed toward the Capitol and was told to win a trial by combat. I can't, I, I can't just randomly do Giuliani's voice. I sound more like Gary Busey there or Nick Nolte. Um, one rioter said they weren't there to commit violence, but that, I'm quoting... We're, we were just there to overthrow the government. Yeah, I mean, we'll invite you for some tea and... I don't know. Oh, Nancy! Like, as cartoonish as that guy sounded, come on, seeing clips of that must haunt Nancy Pelosi to her fucking core. Mm-hmm. I don't, even, I don't even give fucks about Nancy Pelosi, but come on. Ain't nobody trying to ain't nobody trying to get her killed. I like to see her voted out. I like to see her primaried. That would be dope. That'd be fire. Uh, Thompson notes that they were strict. They raced through the hallways chanting, "Hang my Pence. Where's Nancy?" They were organized. They were uh, ready for a fight. Let's see. Was okay. it they were saying, oh, Nancy? Yeah, the one guy was like, oh, Nancy! Where are you, Nancy? Like, what would have happened if we would have seen her? She wouldn't be here. Straight up. He, at the very least, he would have ran straight for her. Yeah. I mean, I can say that he wouldn't be here for certain. Oh, yeah. But um, I think it's a little less conclusive. I, I there's a chance that they that they they would have gotten to her in time. Wasn't um what was it? Was it Ron Johnson like helping hold the door closed? And then he has the fucking audacity to say that these it was are a just... regular tour guy. Yeah, yeah. There's videos eat, of him holding the door. Eat shit, dude. So, yeah, this is what these people are are protesting and what they got counter-protested at. Uh, Gomert, Gosar, uh, Green and Gates. The G-Squad. G-Squad. Just get the fuck on. Go, 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 Remember that sketch? It's the new 50 Cent, man. I'm from the streets. G-Unit. It was worse because he's like he's just looking at him like dead eyed, just just saying his lines and then <laughs> Thank you for those of you that 
really care about due process. Thank you. I can't. I really can't. And and the best part. No, you know what? I'm gonna. We're, we're gonna get there. Is the guy in yellow? Yeah. <laughs> with an auditory weapon? Wow. With an audit you trying to assault me with an auditory weapon? Stop talking to him like he's a fucking Pokemon, dude. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? I thought you were an adult. I thought you were a hard, strong Republican. I didn't think you were a snowflake. He's a snowflake. The fuck is wrong with these people? And it gets better because in, it looks like individuals went up to this guy. And his hands are at his sides. Yeah. He's not trying to touch a damn body. So homegirl's like, uh, they're hurt. She's like, you're hurting somebody. She, I think she said, you're hurting me or something like that. And then he stops and points at the people. And he's like, they're hurting you. Like, uh, with uh, he obviously means with their disinformation. Right, go, because go she very... Oh, he tells her they're hurting him. She's not touching him. He's not touching her, though. She can leave. Like, nobody's telling her to be there. Like, come on. Get the fuck out of there. The left shut us down. The Whistler made it close to the stage. I think that's probably when they decided to shut down the event. Having this extra camera angle is like... Um, it gives us a little bit more content to me. I think I just want to. What I'm trying to find is the is like the fire moment. Like I'm trying to find like the true ignition. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna get that here. It's okay. I have other means. Uh, let's find it. Oh jeez, Charlie Kirk threw a tantrum. I don't listen to that motherfucker. Honestly, I don't. I don't, don't want to hear what that motherfucker says. Like he's not even interesting. At least, at least, um, at least Ben Shapiro is like fun to laugh at. Like, let's see. But one of the reporters basically followed as they as they as they're leaving, just repeatedly asking Matt Gates, "Are you a pedophile? Are you a pedophile?" Mm. Congressman Gates, are you a pedophile? <laughs> Just repeatedly. It was it was fire. Here we go. I think we got it. Are you a pedophile? Are you a pedophile? Are you a pedophile? Are you a pedophile? 
just holding that freaking like recorder and just yo what a champion she's just she's just not she's just not giving up wow um and let's see so yeah i think it all ended there um but i mean this all this all this all actually nicely ties together as a topic so i want to bring us to the true meat of this Yes. What is the true meat? Um, here we go. I'm trying to hear what the Capitol Police have to say. Uh. To breach the Capitol, we're shout. They went through. Let's watch. The rioters attempted to breach the Capitol. We're shouting, Trump, send us. Pick the right side. We want Trump. As we came close to the terrace, our line was divided and we came under attack. A man attempted to rip the baton from my hands and we wrestled for control. I retained my weapon after I pushed him back. He yelled at me, you're on the wrong team. I too was being crushed by the riders. I could feel my, myself losing oxygen and recall thinking to myself, this is how I'm going to die. He kicked me in my chest as we went to the ground. I was able to retain my baton again, but I ended up on my hands and knees and blind. The medical mask I was wearing at the time to protect myself from the coronavirus was pulled up over my eyes so I couldn't see. I braced myself against the impact of their blows and feared the worst. On January 6th, for the first time, I was more afraid to work at the Capitol than my entire deployment to Iraq. One man tried and failed to build a rapport with me, shouting, Are you my brother? Another takes a different attack, shouting, You will die on your knees. The writers call me traitor. A disgrace. He shouted that I, I, an army veteran and a police officer, should be executed. The sea of people was punctuated throughout by flags, mostly variations of American flags and Trump flags. There was Gadsden flags. It was clear the terrorists perceived themselves to be Christians. I saw the Christian flag directly to my front. Another read, Jesus is my savior, Trump is my president. To my perpetual confusion, I saw the thin blue line flag, a symbol of support for law enforcement more than once, being carried by the terrorists as they ignored our commands and continued to assault us. I applaud him for calling them, for calling them terrorists. Mm-hmm. I want to see the article because I don't know, neither of those guys' names were, were shown. Let's see if I can. So we know the name of. All right, so we got Harry Dunn, who I don't think is Harry Dunn and Michael Fanone have not spoken yet. So I'm to assume that the uh, the white officer who was spoke who was speaking is Daniel Hodges, and uh, the. What's it called? The brown dude, the his, the Hispanic officer, um, was Aquilino Gonel, Aquilino Gonel, I guess. Um, <sighs> devastating shit, honestly. Please tell me there's more. Um, okay, we gonna see if there's more. 
Is there more? Is there more? Here we go. We got Fanone and Dunn. Uh, featured U.S. Capitol Police. The next one features uh, two cops from the D.C. Metropolitan Police. Let's watch. One woman in a pink MAGA shirt yelled, You hear that, guys? This voted for Joe Biden. Then the crowd, perhaps around 20 people, joined in screaming, Boo! I was grabbed, beaten, tased, all while being called a traitor to my country. I was at risk of being stripped of and killed with my own firearm as I heard chance of killing with his own gun. No one had ever, ever called me a while wearing the uniform of a Capitol Police officer. What makes the struggle harder and more painful is to know so many of you, my fellow citizens, including so many of the people I put my life at risk to defend, are downplaying or outright denying what happened. One officer told me he had never, and in his, his entire 40 years of life, been called a to his face. And that streak ended on January 6th. I feel like I went to hell and back to protect them and the people in this room. But too many are now telling me that hell doesn't exist or that hell actually wasn't that bad. The indifference shown to my colleagues is disgraceful. Yet another black officer later told me he had been confronted by insurrectionists in the Capitol who told him, put your gun down and we'll show you what kind of you really are. Nothing, truly nothing, has prepared me to address those elected members of our government who continue to deny the events of that day. And in doing so, betray their oath of office. Now, I want you to think about that. I mean, obviously, every time that Dunn was censored, he, he was obviously, he was obviously quoting that he was being called, he was being called the N-E-R word. Uh, except for maybe one point where he was being called a fucking N-E-R. Mm. But blue lives matter. Only when it's convenient. Honestly, these people are so fu- like these these type of people that the, these these fucking right wingers, the entire right wing, they're just so full of shit. I love them, and they're being. I mean, they're even they're even continuing like hostility towards these. Like Fox News is still. I'm pretty sure talking shit about Dunn and Fanone and Hodges and um, Gunnell. Mm-hmm. Like, I can hear the frustration in your voice. I just, I don't, I I mean, I don't know, I don't know what to say that they didn't, uh, that they didn't nail. Yeah. And yeah, I had to go back just like you did. I had to go back when I said the first time I saw, I heard Fanoni like slamming his hand on the table. Well, I saw that clip yesterday and I saw it with my mom. And you could see people in the background, like, react. That's what I was going to bring to your texture. Like, people like, just, like, jumped because people were not really looking at him. Yeah. But, but I did see that clip yesterday. Well, it must have been, like, the, the most, that must have been the most absolutely horrific shit. And Donald Trump just watched that shit like it was a TV show. I, saw, I was reading people posts, of course, his supporters. 
They're like, oh, these are all paid actors. I was like, paid yeah. actors? I was wow. Like, I was like, yeah, these are all paid actors where there happens to be clips of them actually on the January 6th thing. Like the dude who almost go, you know, got splattered. <sighs> paid actors. Like, this is the type, this is what a, this is what a snowflake is. When you when you're when you're talking about snowflake, the metaphor it's somebody who will do anything just so that they don't have to change their view of the world. Mm-hmm. Paid actors, because because it's already a massive cognitive dissonance when it's oh, but it wasn't that bad, but it was that bad, and it was Antifa. But so no, they, it but, was Antifa. Let's look into it. Exactly. Let's look into it. Let's look into it so we can then make Antifa responsible for what they really are. If Antifa really did this, then our investigate, then this investigation also, will show that. Antifa's not a real thing. It's just a word for anti-fascist. Also, if you're anti-Antifa, it cancels out. That means you're fucking fascist. Which lines up perfectly. It's very consistent with how they're behaving. Yep. Very consistent. If I'm going to have a dictator, it should be Trump. Okay. Fuck off. Fuck off at fuck off at fuck off about Trump and just fuck fuck right off of this country, honestly. If you really want dictatorship, go some go go to a country with actual dictatorship and see how you like it. Go to Cuba. Go to fucking North Korea. Listen, I've den- like just go there. Really show them that you've denounced all your American ways. Maybe they'll let you in. I don't know. Start kissing uh start kissing the ground that Kim Jong un walks on, maybe they'll let you in. How do you say his name? Kim Jong un. Kim Yon What is Kim that you were Jong un. What is that you were telling me the oh the months. You were telling me the months the other day in Japanese. Yes. And I was just sabotaging them left and right. Mm, you were doing kinda good. Until we got to like July. Was it July or was it September? We'll have to take another look. It's that time. Learn Japanese. Oh, yeah, because it was Shichiji. What is it? It was Shichiji, which is the. Uh, Shichiji. Shichi. 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 Uh, Wait, that's not, that's not July. That's 7 o'clock. Shichigetsu. Shichigatsu, I'm sorry. Shichigatsu. 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 There we go. Shichigatsu. Yeah. That made this sabotage, Dave. Mm, slightly, but I mean, you see the letters in your head, right? I see them. I just have always have a hop, had a hard time with the sh and the ch. So, sorry. That's happening in general. It happens, baby. Okay. They also have traditional names. Like, uh, like Kisaragi for February. Kisaragi, who messaged me? That rhymed. Mesarajmi. Mesarajmi, who messaged me? <laughs> no, nobody. No, um. Oh, it looks like a meme. No. Oh, she liked the thank you I sent her earlier. Chichichigi. Oh, gosh, no, baby. <laughs> 
Alright, baby. Alright. Wanna Good. talk a little bit about Loki? Let's talk about Loki. I want to do a theme song, but I forgot how it goes. See, it was, it's something kind of similar to like. Yeah, it's some. Like a cop car. I love how you pointed at me, but then did the lyric anyway. <laughs> just in case you didn't know what it was. I, I knew it. I was just like, no. I hate that song. Um, I, I'm not a fan of Little Little Wayne. So it's like. Nah, 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 nah. I, I really was very much very disapproving of that that era for him. Like the fact that he kind of just goes in the booth and insists on making his voice more annoying. Yeah. I like his rapping voice like on the Carter too. Like even on the first Carter, it just seemed I don't know, it's just something about it. Like but then but then he but then he went to start rapping like this and uh, I I don't know, I don't like that. I never liked that. Uh uh. I don't know. All right, Loki. How's the theme song? I don't know. You want to look it up? No, no. We're just going to talk about this. Loki, he left us up in the air with this finale, and we're just like, what the fuck? When is season two? And now we got to wait like five, eight, five to eight years again for him to come back. I hope not. <laughs> let's hope that it's just this, that it's just next year. But so let's see here. Had we talked about Loki really much? No, we said that we were still processing it. Okay. And to be quite honest, I still am. Yeah, same. All right, so. Um, spoiler, 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 spoiler alert. So the whole premise of Loki is taking place in the time amongst the like in the time variance authority, mostly in the time variance authority. Okay. They manage the sacred timeline. And their job is to prune variants that might cause that might cause branching timelines, i.e., the very same Loki who escaped with the Tesseract in Endgame, who is the Loki that we follow, and I mean, for all intents and purposes, is the main Loki now because what are we gonna bring back the one that Thanos killed? Right. So in the first episode, once he you know once he and Mobius have a talk, he also shows him. A clip of basically uh, the end or no it's just like just moments where he fucked up bad basically but then one of those was when you know after Mobius leaves the room and he or did he trick Mobius into going into a portal it was something like that he got rid of him somehow but he's in he's in the room alone when he sees his final confrontation with Thanos and he sees himself tell Thanos as he's being strangled to death, you will never be a god. Mm. And the end. He he kind of tears up, but he also just kind of like, I guess one of those moments of not knowing what to think, so he just kind of laughs and says, glorious purpose. Because he's being fed, it's being basically reinforced to him that it's not it's not in his de- it's not in his in his destiny to do anything great. He's supposed to just be awful and make people the best versions of themselves. IE Thor, the Avengers, etc. Um Let's see. 
so okay, so then he, so we have we're dealing with this other Loki variant who's, who's um. Basically, she gets gets a hold of Hunter C twenty, and feeds her. I appreciate your brain because I don't remember all these details like this. Should I pull up the season too? Because there's a lot of shit that I don't remember. Should you pull what? Pull up the season. Pull up the the descriptions. <laughs> so yeah, Mobius needs Loki to fi- to help find another Loki variant who has killed a bunch of TVA agents, stolen their tempads. Um. Let's see. Ah, okay. So, so they were they went to, to they went to nineteen eighty five to a Renaissance fair, and that's when they allegedly planned to stop her. But then Loki lies about some. Mobius can tell that he's lying, and they go back. But I think that's when Hunter C twenty was captured, or that's when they went to look for her. Mm. But this variant, who we later learn is named Sylvie, uh, shows basically takes, um. In order to enchant her, takes her back to a memory. Now, we think she's just being taken to a bar and chatted up. Turns out, this was a memory. Because Hunter C-20, at least in this form, is indeed a variant. Mm. Now, um, in 2050, Alabama, a big-ass hurricane um, basically... uh, Leads to no survivors. That's if Alabama survives COVID. Yeah, that's that's true. Twenty fifty Alabama's really like <laughs> it's up in the air right it's a, now. It's a really nice theory. <laughs> um, and this is after Loki and Mobius confirm uh that they that that uh this that Sylvie is hiding in near apocalyptic events that don't affect the timeline because they no survivors. Um, they verify this by visiting Pompeii. In 79 AD, the infamous uh, eruption. Mm-hmm. So then they go to 2050 Alabama, where that you know where the affirmation aforementioned hurricane uh, happens, and so the the variant reveals themselves after a big ass confrontation with Loki, and rejects his offer to overthrow the timekeepers together. So they run. So she, so she runs off. He follows her. And uh, they end up somewhere called Lamentis. Ah, that's a moon that's being crushed by a planet. And um, they need to charge it. The evacuation uh, spaceship is destroyed, basically. Um... Oh, it's on that way that Sylvie reveals that the TVA's workers are just all variants of mm-hmm. people. They get pruned, and they get recruited. Damn. So, after that, we find out more about Sylvie and the fact that she escaped the TVA as a child and has been on the run ever since. We never really learned what it was that she supposedly did, right? That was, like, out of the... I mean, she's also the only female Loki we saw, so maybe it was that. Huh. Which which would be extra fucked up, just being 
being female was the was her nexus event. No, but yeah, I guess I guess we don't really know her nexus event. Um, but he manages to convince Mobius, uh, and, oh, and, and that's right, Sylvie unlocked B-15, Hunter B-15's memories. Meanwhile, C-20, uh, Ravana Renslayer is trying to convince Mobius that she died from a mental breakdown, but... She's sound, it's just, she knows the truth now. So, B-15 helps Loki and Sylvie. They they uh, defeat the Timekeeper's guards. They find out that the Timekeepers are just androids. And uh, Ravana prunes Loki after pruning Mobius. So, they, and basically, the episode 5 was probably the craziest one. <laughs> because they're in the void at the end of time. And um let's see. So Sylvie prunes herself and meets Mobius. They they go to um the they they basically find Loki. Oh, that reminds me. In the midst of this, Loki has been found by a shit ton of other Loki Loki variants. First, we only have 3 an older one, a a young one who alleged he killed that his nexus event was killing Thor. Oh, that's right, classic Loki. Um, alligator Loki. Oh, Kid weird. Loki. Do we get the name of? Do we get the name of the of the black one with the weird with the weird hammer? No. Yeah, because he's the one who betrays them. To the other group of Lokis, including President Loki. That was uh, weird. Yeah. And they're 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 all trying to uh, avoid Eliath, but the Lokis, the the other like the big you know Lokis or the the big group of Lokis, want to. Um, they want control basically. So. Um, Sylvie and Loki, they try to enchant Eliath so that they can find out what the fuck is inside there or beyond. Eliath is the monster. It's like a cloud. It's... It's weird. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. And then... Um, they manage to... Yeah, they manage to, to enchant him uh, after cl- classic Loki uses... A an illusion to and and ultimately sacrifices himself. Um, and then eventually we have in the last episode, we um Sylvie and Loki find he who remains, which is basically the one who, the man who's been um, he ended a multi a multiversal war. Between his variants by using Eliath to destroy alternate timelines and created the TVA to maintain this peace. So, um, what do you he, think that's legit? That's a real story. Yeah. 
I think um I think what we're gonna learn after is definitely gonna definitely gonna verify that. I mean, from the jump, from the moment we saw him, what all I was saying was this guy was this guy's for yeah. sure Immortus. And if you go on Immortus's Wikipedia page, it'll confirm that he that he who remains is at least based on him. And the very same guy who portrays him, Jonathan Majors, will be portraying Kang. Oh. Kang and Immortus are both Nathaniel Richards. So basically, whoever we did see, while he's not Kang, I mean, we're we're gonna see we're gonna be seeing a lot more complicated shit from him moving forward. And his offer was either they kill him and risk another multiversal war or because he's grown tired and weary to just replace him. I and, think and, that was an easy, easy choice, no? Replace him. I mean, it would have been, but there was just something, I mean, clearly there was just something, something way too fishy about it to Sylvie. Because... After, um, basically after sending, um, after sending Sylvie, or after sending Loki back to the TVA headquarters, Sylvie proceeds to kill him. Damn. Yeah. And, um, alternate timelines, I mean, begin basically immediately. He kind of just laughed and said, like, see you soon or something. Yeah. So it was like, I mean... You know, whatever, whatever, whatever's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. It's going down. He was very, he's very easygoing about it all. He, I think he did such a great job with that role. Absolutely, he was having a blast with it. That was, it was fun to see that. Definitely. Now, my theory moving forward. Wait, before that, we we got to get to the end. So once he um. Once he's back at the TVA headquarters, it looks different. And um, he he talks to Mobius and he finds Mobius and Hunter B fifteen, and he warns them about the variants of He Who Remains. But, <gasps> but it's not the same Mobius and B fifteen because they don't remember him, uh, or they went back in time somehow. Yeah. Um, and the statue of the statue of the Timekeepers. Basically became a statue of Kang. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of uh, fucked up shit coming. <laughs> I have n- I have full certainty that Jonathan Majors will be portraying. Obviously, he's going to portray Kang, but that he's also going to portray uh, Immortus, and I could see I could see him being Rama Tut as well. I don't think they're going to make him Iron Lad though. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna hire a younger dude for that. Who's that? They are all Nathaniel Richards. Okay. Um, Ramatut, I know a lot less about, but with with Kang, the whole thing is trying to is conquering conquering timelines. Oh. Yeah, and one of his mos is trying to. Find his younger self and accelerate his growth into king. Mm. 
when he does find his younger self, though, his younger self is is horrified. Like, the fuck? This is what I've become? No! And so he forms the Young Avengers, and he himself becomes Iron Lad. Oh, okay. Uh, versus his older self. Um, he's just kind of disillusioned with the with the whole conquering. And he basically realizes because of his power, it's kind of his duty to just manage time now and to kind of curb Kang as Immortus. So yes, they are technically, most of the time, Immortus and Kang are adversaries. And I mean, it's pretty safe to say that Kang and Iron Lad are like full-on enemies. So yeah, we are headed towards a very interesting saga in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm so excited. Me too. And just so that we have, uh, just so that we, because I like to do this recap every time we talk about a show. Uh, we are in phase four. Black Widow is out. We haven't seen it. That's right. Yeah. What are we going to do? I don't know. I don't know. I really don't trust people like that right now. <laughs> oh, to like to not spoil shit? No, I don't like like people right now to like go to a movie theater and go see it. That's the thing, right? Like uh... So next comes Shang-Chi, which um do we know if Shang-Chi is if this takes place prior to uh prior to Endgame or anything like that? No. You're it... the Marvel expert here. Eternals takes place yeah I'm pretty sure it takes place over thousands of years so I'm pretty sure that's gonna begin um it's gonna begin way before anything we know you mean it takes place throughout eternities <laughs> nice <laughs> we got Spider-Man No Way Home oh, so which excited. yes I have to imagine that picks up right from uh, the post credit scene. And he's doing such a great job with that role. Tom uh, Holland is the shit. He really is doing... He's having fun with that. I like I like Tom Holland's portrayal way more than uh, Tobey Maguire's. Yeah. And especially more than Andrew Garfield's. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I don't, think, I don't think that Andrew Garfield, you know, just botched it all together. It was just wrong place, wrong time kind of thing. Yeah. Wrong, I, wrong time, wrong movie. I can't take him and his hair seriously. Sorry. Man, go build a social network. <laughs> let me stop. Let me stop. Andrew Garfield's cool. It's just... You know. He was absolutely like... like if you think Tobey Maguire was too old to play Peter Parker when he did, Andrew Garfield was way too old to play him when he did. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. That's and that's all that's happening for this year as far as movies. Doctor Strange, March of next year, Thor, Love and Thunder, May sixth. And Doctor Strange is that's where that's where we're really gonna be picking up on this multiverse stuff. Mm-hmm. Let's see. So we don't have any confirmation for Jonathan Majors to appear there. But we got we got Strange, we got Scarlet Witch, we got Wong, we got Oh, um Christine Palmer, who's the Doctor Strange's love interest from the first movie, or love like they they were already, like they're already a couple or whatever. We got Mordo, who is now going to be a bad guy. 
And uh, we got America Chavez. Who? Oh. I think I like, I don't know. She she's Miss America, America Chavez. She's gonna be portrayed by Sochil Gomez, who's apparently from Okay. You might know her as Dawn from the Babysitters Club. Oh yeah. Hmm. I've seen her and stuff though. Yeah. Where's she from? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess I haven't. She's in Raven's home. Yeah, I haven't seen Oh, Gentified. I haven't seen that oh, show damn, either. Baby. And the Babysitter's Club. I'm waiting for season two of that, of that to come out. It was different to see a Hispanic Dawn <laughs> versus the blonde one. And her name's Dawn Schaefer, too. Like, yeah. that's. Not not to you know not to not to say that a Hispanic can't be a Schaefer, but all the Schaefers I've known have been uh, white and Jewish. Yeah. Um, but it's dope. She's apparently gonna. She's apparently supposed to be you know, a really important character moving forward, Miss America. I'm excited. And let's see. We got Thor: Love and Thunder in May, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever in July. The Marvels next November. What do you think is gonna happen with Black Panther? Oh jeez, that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a tough one. I really hope they don't like recast him. That's a tough one for me too because it's like, yes, it's a little too soon, but also like, that means we have no T'Challa. We could. We he could. was just getting started. Yeah. Sorry, you were saying. We could just, you know, make his sister. That's probably what's going to happen. Because she was great. I love her character. No, I think she's dope too. It's just... I, I guess I'm also just not not ready to let go of the, of the T'Challa character either. See, this this kind of thing was like... It would be easy if it was like the end of the series... And then it's been years. Mm. But rest in peace, Chadwick. Um, but yeah, the Marvels we got, we got Brie Larson, we got Tiana Paris, and we got Iman Vellani to be Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel. We also got Zawe Ashton to be the oh um. This is Vod and um Oh, what is she in Una? Oh. Yeah. That's cool. So she's gonna be the villain. Zawi. Zawi. Am I pronouncing that right? Let me see. Yeah, Zawi. And then we got Park Sojun, who's going to... Oh, in undisclosed role. Okay. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, February 2023. That's when we're going to see Kang. We're going to see Ant-Man. We're going to see the Wasp. We're going to see Michael Douglas and Michelle Pfeiffer reprise their roles as the original um, Ant-Man and the Wasp from the 70s. Uh... Catherine Newton as Cassie Lang. So it's happening for sure. It's happening. 
happening. Sorry, Emma Furman. Uh, we loved you in Blended, though. <laughs> yeah, when your where, where your name was Espen, spelled E S P N. Yeah, yeah, but I like that movie. Um, as far as shows, because then we got Guardians 3 and Fantastic Four to be announced. But Guardians 3 is May is allegedly May 5th, 2023. What's the next show? What If? What If? Season 1, coming through on August 11th and going until October 13th. Ten episodes. Um, we got Miss Marvel coming late 2021 with Kamala Khan. Got Hawkeye late 2021. We got um, Jeremy Renner, of course, coming back to be Hawkeye. Uh, Kate, uh, I'm sorry, Haley Haley Steinfeld to be Kate Bishop, the new Hawkeye. Oh, um, I remember her. Vera Farmiga, she was from... uh, what is it? The what's the one? The Conjuring. Fra free. Fra fee. That's a hell of that's a hell of a name. Tony Dalton as oh, he's the mentor of Hawkeye. They originally he's the, he's Clint's mentor. Zahn McLarnan. As oh, okay as, whose father? Wait, you're giving me a Maya's father, but who's Maya? It's Maya and Miguel. Do you ever watch that? No. Sorry. Oh. Okay, so she's going to be Echo. She's Echo is deaf and uh, can perfectly copy another person's movements. Huh. That ought to be fun. And, um, apparently they're going to also include Yelena Belova. Yeah. One of the other, uh, one of the other Black Widows. In the movie. How exciting. Yeah. How exciting. So yeah, big stuff happening very soon. There's so much happening. I don't know where to start. Yeesh, but we gotta, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna put an end to this before we, before we reach the three hour mark. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah. We appreciate y'all listening. We do. Oh, Make yeah. sure to follow us at CyrixMC. That's right. At Super underscore LC. That's right. At The Freak Show Podcast. You know it. At Mama.LC. Mama. Follow us on iTunes. Follow us on Spotify. Follow us on. Are we on iTunes? We are. Oh, okay. Anchor. A- or rather, Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Spotify. Anchor. Google Podcasts. Google Podcasts. Uh, Rocket Casts, I think. We're everywhere. We're at least on seven platforms. We're everywhere. And we're so much fun. Mm. Hey. That's right. 
Got me on the speaker. Got me on the speaker. What? Got me on the speaker. Got me on the speaker. What? As we go live with the freak show jam. What? As we go live with the freak show jam. Woo!